Hello and welcome to episode 658, question mark. Smiley's card's already hanging out with me in the weed nerd world. How are you guys doing this beautiful Monday? Hopefully you had an amazing day. I've had a pretty good day. Ready to hang out for a few. Mr. Smiley and whoever pops in. How was your day, brother? It's good, man. We were uh, catching thunder earlier. We just got a tiny, it threatened rain up here today. Just a couple of drops, but no rain. Yeah, it was kind of, I guess I put it, I put the video of it on my, uh, my garden update, but my grandson was like hanging, he was hanging out with us tonight and we had thunder in the area, you know what I mean? And at first he kind of heard a big, big one and he got a little scared and was like, what's going on and i'm like oh you're good buddy it's you know whatever it's just some thunder and then he says well i want to catch the thunder i was like you want to what you know you get... <laughs> he says let's go catch the thunder it's like all right i'm with you man let's do it <laughs> it's just too cute it's funny he's awesome i can't wait you know as i was holding chase uh last week i was already kind of running some of the scenarios that you're talking about like in my head the whys the what's that the whys you know what i mean kind of thinking to myself how am i gonna answer all the you know the same shit man it's been a long time since i've answered the what's and the whys you know what i mean and sometimes like shit like you're saying right now man i can remember uh being a young kid in thunderstorms uh that's the the gods up there were bowling. That was God up there bowling, you know, the rumbling of the thunder and shit like that. And that kind of shit sticks with you for a kid. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, you may not, you may not murmur it out your mouth, you know what I mean, later in life, but that's still kind of, yeah, I remember my grandpa telling me that was the thunder was just the you know gods up there bowling in heaven and shit that's you know everybody having a good time or you know simple fun things like that yeah so i was kind of wondering some of the replies i would have you know the grandpa answers for some shit like that right. cheers buddy what's up buddy hi here look i want to show you before i make a drink in it we won't better see it I finally got this killer mug today. Let me put this the other way. Let's see if we can get enough light. You see, there's like four hits of acid at the bottom. <laughs> and then there's four hits missing from the sheet that's on the cup. You can't really see oh. it, but there's. I could. It looks really like four hits acid in the bottom of the 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 cup, and then there's four missing on the corner. I I had to get yeah. it what I thought. That's it's really cool. And I thought it. there was actually four in the bottom. <laughs> you had me fooled. Well, tonight I actually took a quarter of a hit, so I'm buzzing. Still, there was a stream, a dead show. I knew it was going to be a shredder, so I took a quarter of a hit. <laughs> Got a little buzz. 
How are you guys doing? Good. Sorry, but I have muted. Well, brother, I'm doing well tonight. I'm glad you popped in. I'm not muted. All right. I'm trying to get this joint rolled for the 20. It's already there. Cheers, cheers. Oh, it is the 20. Look it? what happened. So my worker today from like this room that has the smaller room with the bucket system, I left it. Trays empty. I'm glad I did. Let's see. The nuts. Yeah, somehow Not I didn't. Nuts, buddy. Yeah, I didn't pull this mail out in time. I was too busy having fun. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's only like 16 plants that were in that. Wasn't like the whole room, but yeah, that's a fuck up. <laughs> oh, we were just kind of discussing that life fumbles before we went live, man. This shit happens. Like last night, I was telling everybody about just kind of flinging seeds into my pots and that fucking little seedling growing up and banging out fucking eye. He was pretty good for a little plant that big, man. He had tons of nuts on it. Little fucker snuck in. I never even would have suspected it. Oh, hi, one night just flinging seeds into my pots and shit. Oh, Sometimes that shit happens. Operator error, man. It happens, brother. It happens. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame anybody. No, never can. But yeah, I guess it happened from the last night I looked at anything was Thursday. I probably might have overlooked it and probably had signs then. But um, yeah. It doesn't happen often. I think it's been some years since I had a fuck up like that. Um, but, you know, I, I, my excuse for myself is like probably 80% of the seeds I've cracked in the last two years are feminized. And there's only a handful that are regulars. And I have these different color stakes just for that reason to, to try to like mark them differently for like when I turn them back, I can keep an eye on them, but yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> I like well, that. You say you can't maybe there'll be some good seeds. I will never find out. Like it's not like I'm going to, I'm actually considering just cutting them down. I have more plants in beds because yeah, that, weeds value is a seedless weed value is low right now i i i have absolutely no market for anything with seeds in it yep damn i'm muted again i don't know why there's nothing running in here i don't even know why i keep muting myself just a dirty habit guys i feel you there buddy so 
fuck me. I just turned around and muted myself again. <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I'd like to retell a story I told Smiley today, which coincidentally, man, the whole time I'm talking to the gentleman on the phone, I'm thinking, man, you can tell Google. enough stories, so I never will mind if you take the whole fucking three, four hours and tell stories. Because when you're telling stories, I always am enjoying it and realize that you don't tell many. Right. Uh, so last night I was talking about uh, my shitty internet and I was going to call them today and kind of fucking see if there's anything I could do about it. And coincidentally, and I the whole time I'm, I pick up the phone, I'm thinking to myself, A, Either Google's the conspiracy theorist in me right off the bat. Fucking <laughs> did Google you bitch? Hi, you know how you listening to me last night complaining about my internet, talking about me, talking about calling about my provider and shit. Second thought, is this really my internet provider? <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> it's just my local law enforcement agency and fucking feeling me out for one reason or another. The old, old grower, you know, terrified. Oh, you know what I mean? So first couple things that run through my head right off the bat. So I'm continuing to talk with the gentleman and he seems to be pretty sincere about the call and everything. So I kind of write it all off as coincidental. So we begin to talk about my internet. And I'm like, hey, man, just quit slow, man. I was going to call you guys today. You know, I think my satellite needs to be turned, whatever. I don't necessarily. Well, it's, it's your two years, two years since you've had it up, you know, your shit installed. And it's time to renew your contract. And, you know, let's talk about the data you use. And fucking, let's see if we upgrade your plan and blah, 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 blah. And uh, so we get the back and forth. And uh, I'm like, you know, as a matter of fact, like I, like I was saying, man, I was going to call you today because I've been really experiencing a lot of buffering lately. You know, and I know it's a lot of the influx and I understand how the satellites kind of gas, you know, lower people in their plans, you know, are people that use more data. They kind of slow you down and give the way to people that haven't used as much. And, you know, we're going back and forth and he's trying to, you know, upsell me a whole new system basically well you know hodges is in the area you know and they, they're doing a little bit better thing and we're back and forth and i'm like yeah yeah cool well you know that's cool because i use an incredibly lot of data and uh you know i do this five hour internet show he's like really i'm like yeah i actually i do a cannabis show nightly he's like so what what time you know trying to feel me out as far as you know, when am I using my bandwidth and shit as far as, you know, everybody else using theirs? I'm like, yeah, 1130, 4.20 every night, man. It's fucking cannabis show, man. Talk about growing weed and fucking all whatnot. End up back the back and forth. He did not sell or upgrade me the package, but I, in fact, sold the show before the end of the night, the end of the conversation. He had wrote down the YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, man, check it out, man. He's like, yeah, I'll, you know, 
we, he gave me his handle so I would know who he was. And he's like, man, yeah, I'll check out the show, man. But I'm like, dude, man, we give out seeds and shit all the fuck time. Teach help, try to, you know, coach on new growers and all that shit, you know. But yeah, so he didn't get the sale, but I kind of sold the show, outsold him. <laughs> so I, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, funny phone call. I, I know certain people in certain positions inside those companies can like put a little something on your your account, and the next thing you know, you're getting all the you're getting the good shit. Like, yeah, they have levels in there. You know what I mean? So maybe you got hooked up, and you won't have internet problems anymore. Right on a secondary. He's cool. Click. <laughs> just open this up for the next level for right? hopefully not hopefully. one of a conspiracy theory but i pretty much have come to believe like there are times i get it if i search it but there's times where or this conversation and the next thing you know it's in my algorithm and something like like a, one of my workers was complaining about their shoulder and the next thing you know even in my YouTube and in different places, I was getting these things of like how to alleviate shoulder pain and no, no one typed it. I get it. If you type in a search or something like that, but it only was a verbal thing in the house and I don't have Alexa and any of that stuff. And my tablets turned off as far as that stuff. It's, I, you know, I don't have open mic. Um, yeah. They, I don't know how they do that shit, but they do it. Shit, the other night we were uh, our last weekend at the Mendo in the Michigan. We're all sitting around the campfire, no phones even out. Nobody was on their phone, and I was talking to the guys about one of my dogs that had gotten hurt, and the vet actually suggesting to use uh, cabbage on the wound. And we're all, eh, whatever, you know what I mean? We all get back fucking civilization on our e IGs a couple of days later and mo few of us myself included I passed it around the few that didn't get it seen cabbage as a healing remedy in our IG feed like three days later you know the uses of cabbage and shit how fucking weird is that you know what I mean what is the coincidence that we've never talked about it and all of a sudden, it's in our fucking all, a few of our feeds and shit. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I know that people say that they can do all that. And for a while there, I thought, well, why would they do that? That's a lot. But I mean, I and ultimately, like, when I think that their, their whole purpose in it all and all the data collection is just to sell. But one day that could change. Or something, you know what I mean? But ultimately, right now, it seems pretty benign because really all they're trying to do is have an advantage in selling you shit. But, you know, who knows where it could turn or who really knows what's going on underneath it. But for the most part, everything's just geared toward getting your money. Whether it was buying a cabbage or not, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so green fingers you're on your you guys are on your phones right now too right bud so your yeah. phone's probably listening to this 
So you guys, yeah. you were talking about getting a new diving board for your swimming pool, right? Like, let's see what <laughs> We're gonna see that shit pop up now. <laughs> you get diving board ads, dude. For we're real. gonna see. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll screenshot it and put it on Instagram if it does happen. So we'll know, you know. Yeah, that's funny shit. It's gonna be screenshotted in a day or two. I guarantee that shit. Now that you said it more than once. Yep. Somebody else said something about pools too. Do you want a high dive diving board or do you want just a regular springboard? One you could do a triple Lindy. Might as well specify the search now and tailor made it right to you. <laughs> Fuck diving boards. When I was a kid, I broke my tailbone trying to do a fucking flip and my back has been fucked up ever since. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just a kid, but I broke my tailbone. And yeah, well, the worst part of that was, you know, they had that sandpaper grit shit all the way into the edge. And when it happened, I literally just skinned. So, like, all down my back, my cheeks, my legs had whatever, raw, like road rash or worse than that. That was, that hurt for weeks way in the healing and the itching way worse than the actual broken tailbone. It was embarrassing because I was supposed to sit on a donut and, and and I think I was in like seventh grade and yeah, (laughs) something like that. But yeah, fuck diving boards. I've never broke a bone in my life, man. Really? Really? Not even a finger or a toe? Not even a thumb. Yeah. That's where the first thing I go with too. I'm like a, not even a maybe digit. not not one that's been diagnosed as broken, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you break yeah. your toe, it's sort of nothing much they can do anyway. Or yeah. but I used to be clutchy. I'm still clutchy, but I used to be clutchy and I would stub my toes and a few times I guess I one time I, I had it bad enough I went to the doctor and they just taped them together. But other times I did it, I just would say, Oh, I've had a broken toe. Oh well. They bend that little metal thing over your finger, and then they tape it around them. Skateboarder, and my bone was sticking right out of my arm, and it. And I can still remember when I looked at it. I went into like, like it. That's the only time in my life that an uh, injury put me into shock. Like I remember looking at my arm; it was all bent and weird. And this bone sticking out, and I just blacked out. I went like. That was all I remember. And the most painful thing in my life is I had a really good uh, uh, bone, uh, whatever you call it. And like so many weeks into it, he didn't like how it was setting and he reset it. And I can still remember, oh, he had the, he had something in my mouth. He had his nerves. I was strapped in. And when he took my hand uh, and went, that was like pain at a level like, oh, my God. I, I think I almost pulled out of the straps. I, it was crazy. Yeah, that's that's the worst thing they could do when they have to re-break it. Like white, like white pain. Like, like it, most time pain didn't have a color relation in my life. That pain was white. It was like a... a, a a lightning bolt of white nerve pain or whatever. It was fucking gnarly. 
Yeah, I was too tall to really be skateboarding in pools. Like I noticed over the years, the people that were good at skateboarding, other than Tony Hawk, because he's about as tall as me, but most of them have short center of gravity. Very helpful. And I was a tall, lanky dude, and skateboarding really wasn't for me, but uh, I kept trying. <laughs> I was a bunch of a skateboarder myself, more of a bike rider. BMX freestyle. We had bikes, Schwins, Stingrays. That was my era. We used to like, you. You can buy cray crayol or whatever spray paint, and a couple of my friends like we could pretty much with one can after school spend an hour or two and paint our bike another color, take all the emblems off, take everything off, spray that fucker, and ride to school with a different color bike, candy apple or candy this or yeah, we're doing that when we were kids. Yeah, lowrider bikes were my shit. We'd buy all the parts, put them all together, make it all fucking not rideable at all. It's like fucking the hardest thing you could ride with the steering wheel and shit. Fucking ridiculous. Long fucking bent forks. Like you couldn't oh. even pedal that shit. I mean, I guess in my mind, and living in SoCal, that's kind of like the Latino style bike, lowrider yeah. bikes, where they put yeah. all these accessories on it. The yeah. thing. I don't even know how you'd be comfortable riding it, but that's not the point. It's it just wasn't hard. comfortable at all. It was the hardest thing to ride because we had uphill and downhill. Downhill was fine, but then like you had to ride that bitch uphill and it had like this big ass fucking, yeah, no. Nothing fit. Everything was the wrong size, everything purposely so you could look cool, you know? <sighs> fucking crazy. <sighs> ridiculous fucking bikes the it. original stoner bus how many of us fucking used to put buddy on the fucking both <laughs> on the handlebars and somebody on the foot pegs to get to the oh. next fucking spot <laughs> shit never i know yeah. or been on or i grew up where where it was different areas so like yeah kids would just go on their bikes ride to parks way far away Parent, I could you come home around dinner time. They didn't like. Then I realized when my mom was raising my brother's kids in the same house, same area. Holy shit, they couldn't even go up to the park two blocks away unsupervised and shit. But when we were kids, it was like there was we were just wild out there, pack of guys on bikes, and we go all kinds of fucking places, stir up trouble. Basically, we used to ride through like old men's agriculture properties, orange groves. There was this one dude that used to come out with a rock salt gun. And, and yeah, I had rock salt in my ass a couple times. And we all, like, we knew it. That's why we rode, and, you know, we were disappointed if he wasn't out shooting at us. Like, that was why we would go on his property and fuck with him. But uh, I realized years later, like I say, when my parents were raising my brother's kids, if some old curmudgeon in the neighborhood brought out a gun, even if it was rock salt, shot at somebody's kids, uh, the SWAT team would be there and he'd be fucking locked up. <laughs> Times were different. Yeah, definitely. It's changed.
Yeah, we have the pegs on the front and the back, and we'd be going uphill, riding with somebody in the middle, and somebody on the front, somebody in the back, standing up, and somebody sitting on the seat. Like, never sitting down the whole time, just pedaling, standing up, like a fucking taxi. But everybody was so small and skinny that it didn't even, it wasn't like no big dudes over here. Everybody's so small out here. Well, and like, I mean, I just remember Schwinn, and there were some other bikes, but they were really basic. I mean, I was just a kid, and I knew how to take every part, the bearings apart, everything, just to change I, I see, I was helping my nephew years ago, and it was like some Chinese or whatever, manufactured bike, and that thing was like the biggest piece of shit. Twins are still valuable, like the classics. Yeah, uh, they, my friend got like three of them for free from a Del Webb Country Club. It's an old people home, and fucking... On in, on the internet, they were like priced for fucking a couple thousand each, and he got them for free. That's fucking crazy. Well, now that I'm that age, there are these weird things. I, I'm not really the type to buy them, but I understand why. Like certain collectible things, it's like if I bought a Schwinn bike, it would just be to like because of my memory as a kid, right? Um, even one time I was thinking I used. To, to build those SD rockets, remember those? Where you buy the different A, B, C, D size rocket engines, you could, the kit would come with basically balsa wood and tube and different, clean yeah. them and all that. And Cardboard tubes, yeah. You'd use like an electrical thing that would fuse, would go in those little motors or rocket engines. Um, yeah. That used to be fun. I, 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 we did that a lot. We even did it where we made a string, and, and we made like carved cars, and we put this rocket engine in it, and then put it on the string and race them down the sidewalk. Had to be on a string though, or it'd fly. You know what I never understood about bikes is why the guy's bike had the bar that you could rack your balls on. And the yeah. girls' bike always had nothing there. I agree. Well, why would fuck? Why do we get the rack your balls bike? Why can't they all be the bike without the thing there? Like yeah. I never understood that. I was like so pissed about that too. I agree. I want to think that I, I've wondered that myself, and as somebody, you know, I think it was more of a structure thing. They just knew we were gonna fucking beat the shit out of them bikes, and it needed the support up front up higher otherwise we're just gonna bend that frame jumping that bitch you, nah. you know what i mean they, they, i jumping think it's a conspiracy they wanted us to bust our balls a couple times just to test it out they were like well let's see how these guys have original population control yeah exactly because yeah. <laughs> everybody at school that i went i went to school with like four or five one ball paws and like that was like their name, One Ball Paul, because their name was Paul. And a lot of other people with One Ball, but they weren't named Paul. So like a lot of One Ball people in our school at that, in those ages, you know, through sixth, sixth grade to high school, a lot of bike accidents and skateboard accidents, yeah. And they only have one, their kids with One Ball? We had like, we had like 30 of them, like 30 kids with like One Balls out here. Like, <laughs> Did you know there was 30 other kids with 
we had like a lot of nut accidents out here and people would just like, like walk up and like crack you in the balls like that was like the time when people just like that was a big joke and you like can somebody's nuts with the fingertips like a lot of one ball people out here man in the Coachella Valley area I don't, I don't think I know of, I don't think I that asking how many testicles people have is a question that I know of people well, he's saying Coachella Valley on the list of like get to know you questions I guess like yeah no when you're in school and they miss a week you're like well why did they miss a week then like two weeks later they come back and like they can't walk right still and shit and it's like Oh, Here one ball. ER's got special funny codes for ER room three grape juice. That's um, just making me hurt <laughs> now thinking about it. A lot of soccer. I've seen a lot of soccer kids just get kicked right in the balls. Like fucking brutal. Like, oh, God. All right. We got to get a different topic. I guess yeah. that's that shit. Yeah. It's a big sports, it's a big sports like, area. Talking, that's all. And then all of a sudden I realized he was talking about one ball kids in school. I was like, what the Hold on. Turn, well, before we move players. from the Hockey subject, players. I've got to I've got to show you guys this one that I had sent this to Gus the other day. I follow this guy because he's he's it's just funny. I the guy obviously fucking just hates his nuts. I want to switch here. Oh, is hates his Gucci nuts. Berry, dude. I probably. Hold on, where's he? I am at? Gucci this Berry. Is, yeah. He's a crazy yeah. motherfucker, dude. They hit his nuts yeah, with everything. Anything you can think of, there's a video of somebody hitting him in the nuts. Yeah, that's exactly dude. who it is. Fucked up. It makes me cringe every in. time. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Maybe this is Sweet Little Sex Sunday. And today, we decided to do something different. Today, I'm going to put my balls underneath that trampoline legs. Fucking buffering. Oh, my God. Somebody's no. Somebody's going to bounce up there. Land oh. Around. Yeah. Oh. Not only after it happens, they show they show like a zoomed in version of it towards the end of the show. He's got to do that's like his fucking. Oh. He's gonna I'm lose one of them, dude. He's gonna do the a ten pound weight off a six foot ladder. Somebody just fucking and they didn't just drop it. They gave it some momentum on the lines. Hold on, we gotta wait for that close up. He's in so much pain every time, too, man. He must be oh, off on that or something, dude. There's got to be. You can't fake that, man. You just can't fake that. Man. No, that's not a I don't know. I don't know why you do it, but you can't watch it. <laughs> right off the side. Oh, boy. Dude, there's one that they teed up. They teed him up with a fucking golf club, dude. He just, like, just... Yeah, like his sack was just out there. He had them tight fucking biker shorts on, and dude just teed up on him. And they do the slow mo, and you can just fucking just see it just like explode. I don't know how he doesn't have fucking just not have nuts no more. Like you would think they at this point they just be like, "I'm on strike, motherfucker. You're gonna find some new nuts because this is bullshit." Let's say you have like twenty thousand views. What is that? What does that pay? Like it doesn't it pay doesn't, that much to, to do shit like that. that. It's the crazy people that pay yeah. you to like endorse their stuff, gives you free products and shit. And, like they pay you to fucking. It's still not enough. 
Real sponsor. That's some of the thing you see these things fun, right? on, yeah. on the internet, yeah. which is obviously fueled by people trying to get views, maybe to get paid. But I'm like, even ones that have 50,000 or 100,000 views, I mean, I guess if it hits viral and you make millions of views, you might get some money. But yeah, I don't think it's that much. That is this thing though, because I've seen them at events where like fucking people just he'll he'll get on camera like that and he'll be like, Hey, I'm here with so and so and he's gonna kick me in the nuts and fucking (laughs) he just stands there and dude just fucking punk kicks him right in the nuts, man. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. Exact, I guess, whatever. Basically that's I hate my nuts. Houdini would basically go to the street and say, lock me up or put all these chains on me and whatever. There's always been a hustle doing that type of thing. I guess the quickest, easier way is to kick to the ball. But It doesn't seem easier, though, buddy. It just doesn't seem the easier out there. I don't know. Well, the first time I saw it, it was like had to do with martial arts. And it was like, yes, yeah, the guy showing that he could like take five total kicks and he was just bad and didn't even phase him. <laughs> well, I'm sure it phased him. That's like that's like saying you don't have your funny bone. Oh, I can hit my funny bone and it don't hurt. The fuck it don't, dude. You hit your funny bone, I don't care who you are, how tough you are. That shit fucking is like the weirdest fucking sensation, you know? Sometimes oh, real bad. Like, yeah. It's like the medium one and then the real one. The real one will fucking put you down. Yeah. So we got a full moon this week. Isn't it like called strawberry something moon or something? Yeah, strawberry moon. Dude, the strawberries have been dumping. My plants have, and I've heard a few other guys say, like, holy shit, dude, I'm getting a ton of strawberries this year. Like, mine's been going nuts. Yeah, like the real strawberry growers in this area, they start harvesting in mid February and then April. And then, yeah, that's it. Maybe a little bit in May. I mean, there's still guys in the greenhouses and doing different stuff, but the big fields. In our area, it's it's an early crop. It's like spring. They're all yeah, they're spring and late spring, I think, or something. And then they got the ever bearing ones, right? Man, I, I'm somewhat glad I don't have a fucking garden, man. I was over uh talking with the older gentleman across the road the other day and looking at his garden and man that cat has got like chicken wire it's like just like a basically it's a hoop house of chicken wire and like anytime he wants in it like his strawberries and shit he's got to like duck down in there because we've got so much fucking wildlife you know that's the only way he's keeping in a garden where we're at and I'm like hmm like fresh, fresh vegetables, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> that was on last night. Yeah, that the part that is 
inspired me the most was when he said that everything was like uh, recycled or he got off job sites or this, that, and he had come. Wasn't his name Perp or something last night? Perp the OG. Yes, and that was a nice garden he had. It inspired me. He's a good dude, too. I didn't have much success except on the peppers and the carrots with the things I tried last year. I didn't put that much effort into it. They got going good, but then, but the carrots, I like that in my grow area because, yeah, you, that's one of the things I like to eat carrots. And I found that, yeah, I was just pulling them out, eating them. Hardly any of them made it in the house. I mean, I guess they grow too deep to really be a good companion in like next to cannabis. Like people say they grow radishes, so a carrot couldn't be too bad, would it? I grew them in a separate thing, but. Damn this mute button. That's all I can say. Fucking. I'm listening to you guys the uh, last couple of nights talk about these bottomless pots and shit. I'm thinking, why not just make fucking, you know, uh, above ground planters? You know what I mean? Four by four boxes and grow cannabis in them and fucking reuse the soil year after year. You know what I mean? Versus throwing bottomless pots out there. Well, it just wait, seems like that's all good if you're going to veg and flower in the same bed. So when you start thinking you're going to veg in one place and then flower in another, and then that's when people start considering bottomless pots. And, and the downfalls, I mean, one thing is smaller fabric pots. Well, I mean, unless you're willing to just cut those things off for the most part, and even then you're like pulling off roots or just plant that whole thing in, maybe cut the bottom off a little to help it. But like I found that, for like that vegging and then transplanting the fabric smaller pots they they i tried them a few times but then i went plastic because yeah you can just pull them right out less transplant shock and reuse them a few times i had those other bags i thought oh yeah but then by the time trying to get the plant out of it you basically had to cut the fucking thing off <clears throat> just kind of think by building like say like four by four boxes you could hugel you could, there's a lot of possibilities what you could do you know you're outdoors so you're basically planting that veg and then flower in the same area so i don't know it just seemed like a a more reusable system cheers russ we haven't said hello to you yet how you doing my friend i don't mean to keep butting in Oh yeah, I'm muted. Ain't gonna talk. Cheers, man. That's good, man. I was just listening, man. I've been waiting all night to pull this plan out. I was like, well, I did the, I did the other ones two nights ago. I, I pulled the last two out tonight and finished tonight. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Green fingers, did it cool down today? Because today it was only like 75 and yeah, it was windy all day. 
windy as fuck. But windy, um, but did it was it over hundred still? It was a hundred. Still a hundred. Smells like yeah. smoke. I got to keep my front door closed or I'll smell like uh, pine trees burning. You got fires I already? I smell the fire up on Yeah, they got, we got the uh, sheep fire up on the mountain, uh, Wildwood. That's burned like a thousand acres. I think it's like 20% contained. And then you, and you have the one down there where you guys are at below the mountain. Which mountain? Which one? There's one down in the down in LA area below the mountain. Really? Oh, well, that was like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. This is this is the oh, there's another one. There's a first. This is oh, the first one on yeah. um, the mountain on this side. This is the first yeah. one in the mountain in four years. We're in California. Walmart, Russian Shreparal or whatever is still green, dying mm-hmm. though. We won't really be in high, high fire maybe till late July, August, when everything we we had enough rain. I had to weed my property twice this year. There's been years in the last 10 years where there really wasn't enough rain. I did not 17 acres. So weed whack it's a pretty big chore. Uh we didn't have to weed whack at all. They only got a couple that just died. And few years like that and then this year few years most years we'd whack it once no this year we had to do it twice yeah uh you're right green fingers i'm thinking about the one and um i'm thinking about the other one that's in um uh arizona no in yeah in arizona sure one out there too. yeah we got a pretty big one up here I went out tonight to the grocery store and the whole, uh, it started coming this way. So it comes, it started coming around the mountain. Yeah, 50, that's about 40 miles from here. It's come around the whole bowl and started rolling in. I smelled well, it like three or four days ago. I don't go out very often. I had a I couple of like the fire came right up to my road. My driveway was stained with that orange shit where a plane dropped it all in my driveway. Uh, never washed off all the way, but when I watched it in action and a couple of times in my life, yeah, there's a difference in them trying to put out the fire and when they're like trying to get as much control burned safely as they can. You know, sometimes that's what's really happening. They look at it and realize, yeah, this shit needs to burn, and if we just let it happen till this point, you know, that's better than trying to. That's the reality. Is and I saw it where it burned in my house. It was really like, I thought it was death forever, but it was really only three years, five years. It was, it looked way better than it did before it burned. Like, and the bigger trees, the oaks and what, oh, they didn't, they, they made it, but everything else and all the wildlife, everything was gone. But then when it came back, it seemed like it was healthier. <clears throat> it was hard to explain. That would definitely come back healthier. I mean, go to mid, go to the Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas, all those big uh, farmers. Before there was any reason that humans started fires, the earth like had natural ma- massive burning over the centuries. Like that's 
nature. Yeah, yeah, those guys will those guys will burn it off like crazy, you know, but it's there's no trees around, so they just burn it cropland, but they burn that stuff every year. Well, I've seen a few times amazingly fires that really torch everything. Somehow oak trees, like, oh, they'll get burned and some of the branches on the lower will be burned and but then somehow the tree itself can survive. Like yep. everything else dies. Somehow these oak trees, they're not that big. Maybe, you know, whatever. They're pretty big. But yeah, they're hard to kill with fire. <laughs> it singes, singes all the leaves and burns all the leaves off, but somehow the tree comes back next year. It's that deep roots. It's, it's deep the same. Super it's the same hard It's the same kind of that doesn't, and if it oak oak is wet, like if you don't cure oak for a year or two, it's not even good firewood. Like so, it's, it's deep. It's deep roots. So yeah. the deep roots can, can get that water retention and allow it to come back. But it's the same thing for all the guys that are doing living living soil, who have a top soil base that's solid, where you only got to dig down a couple inches, or enough to get the seed in. Because I've planted one a hard surface in a pot, tugged on it, then you plant it in whatever you do in the loose soil, in the loose medium, and tug on it. It's not the same root. When I've been talking a tap root. It's just not the same. So anybody who's got a solid base, it's just, to me, it's, it, looks, it's, it seems to me in my spirit, my, my, who I am, to, to, to recognize that that solid ground is a better footing all the time, even in the soil. I mean, even going for a new seed into it. Hey, I got a question about the wood chips, right? Because my newest neighbor that's developing this pretty big, well, he's pieced together some other properties, whatever, he's below me. I don't know how many properties, like dozen, a dozen, pretty huge ones of like, it looks like it's stuff out of the wood chipper. I think he's got to deal with some tree guys. But then when I pulled over and scooped some up and smelt it, I could smell eucalyptus. I, it wasn't like all eucalyptus, but there was eucalyptus. Eucalyptus isn't going to be good for like putting that chips like uh, as a, uh, what do you call it, on my beds or eucalyptus isn't good or is it? That's the question. Is, I, I have an impression that eucalyptus is probably not good for, for soil and plants. Good bug deterrent, but I'm gonna leave that one at Smiley. So <laughs> that's that's Smiley's realm over there. What do you think? <laughs> I was gonna say I've used it before, but I didn't notice the difference. Well, I know one thing: crops and eucalyptus and even burning firewood and having smoked its eucalyptus. At least this vet told me this years ago. Maybe it's not true, but like, yeah. Uh, he told me that eucalyptus smoke is not good for dogs. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know the detail, but if it's got a strong aroma like that, I would, I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't be a big fan of. Well, maybe it's a trip because these gets them over age. They're not that old, nuts. But like I remember when they were a certain color, lightish, greenish tint, and then each week or month different piles because they're different ages get darker darker 
It hasn't rained or anything. It's just dry. I think he plans on spreading it all over his land. That you know, he's basically slowly but surely taking an undersized tractor <laughs> and, and not flat. It's like yeah, this guy's ballsy. I, I one day I'll show. <laughs> but that's, he bought this I, land. I don't he, know about as far as like the growing fire side of things, buddy, but I do know as far as like your dog that you mentioned there, they use uh, eucalyptus oils in uh, basically pet training sprays. So they, every time a dog sees or smells eucalyptus, they're kind of put off by it. And they tend to stay away from it. So, yeah, I couldn't see it being too good for the dog if you're going to lace the yard around a little bit. Yeah, I don't know anything you go and using that stuff, but there's, what, not soft, I mean, there are woods that are not good, to, like redwood, that would never be good to use, right, as a... Yeah, cedar uh, or walnut or two other... Cedar and... The walnut actually is like got a toxin in it that the yeah. the walnut Black trees produce to uh, whatever I guess they kill off other plants around them or something. But oh they, yeah, there's a toxin in that. So yeah, if you're using walnut chips, it can like kill off the plants that are in the that you're putting the mulch on or whatever. It's the same danger to work with that a lot of people don't realize. You know, cutting or sanding walnut is the same thing, man. It's a terrible irritant to your lungs and skin. Oak, some oak, same thing. You know, oh, actually sanding will fucking irritate the skin real badly. But the oak, walnut in particular is toxic to work with. You have to be really careful with the dust of the walnut, especially in particular black walnut. Animals won't, animals won't eat it if they're falling off the tree and they live in the field. Yeah, my, my dog used to sleep. I used to have, I used to have uh, about 50, uh, 100 foot, well, about 75 to 100 footers. Good 20, I'll never, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish that Walmart would have market would have been up when I still had them. <laughs> Some of those things, I don't know. Some of those things are that the animals just, if they live out in it, they won't bother, right? So if we're trying to force feed our, our animals something that they don't normally get, then yeah, I guess that you would have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? My dogs never bothered that stuff out in the field. The goats never ate it. The cows never ate it. The horses never ate it fell on the ground and they left their butt. But uh, the mint that went crazy on the farm that was brought into the first place that went crazy was under the dark shade of the walnut tree. So if you have a if you have a plant that really invasive plant in the shade, if you want some good mint, plant some of that Chinese mint. We'll take over. Can't stand mint. Well, that's like crazy, man. Why? Well, What's that? that? Here's somebody. You got a little mic. <laughs> what she said? Why the fuck would he? What problem you got with mint? 
That's what she said. Or it was mm-hmm. like, like mint Because my grandma mint. had so much of it that it fucking smelled every day. I'd wake up smelling fucking mint. And I hated it. I couldn't smell my plants. I was like, what the fuck? I want to smell my fucking plants every day, not mint. So yeah, for 10 years, I smelled mint every fucking morning. I'd wake up every night. I'd go to bed. Now, that mint's mint great. Bone that's that's mint. Even that horse. Mint. Even that yeah, stuff they call horse mint, right? It'll take over a field. If it's picked early, it's a good mint to eat or use or anything. Yeah. It's I'll just it. really, it's really stemmy like this plant once it gets bigger and then it takes over and the animals don't eat it. So it, it just ruins everything around. It yeah. just takes over. You know, it's, it's a mint. It's a, a mint. You find mint in the ground. It's just better be prepared to prune. Okay, I got a question about these. They're, they're, it's this thing that has rice in, in it. Uh, it's called Castro bean or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure where on my property, but somewhere there's these bushes. And this one girl that worked for me on Etsy and on eBay, she, for years, she'd just collect a few of these and she sold them, right? Well, she got this email from a customer that was trying to buy the exact amount that it says on Google if you boil up like nine of these things, it'll be a poison. And it freaked her out. And she stopped suing them. But then my other worker said, well, I'll sell them. <laughs> and yeah, there's people, I, I don't know what other reason they buy them for, maybe to plant it, the plant, I don't know. But yeah, people buy them because you can make a poison out of it. But they're castro beans that have rice in it. <laughs> you ever heard of those? I've never. Uh, that, that particular plant, there's a lot of things out there that I would never talk about online that farmers know about. Just get you in trouble. I kind of know where these plants are. They're right next to the plants I do recognize from when I was a teenager that I have these gypsum ball plants and I know not to touch those fucking things. One time Holy shit. What just happened? We did the gypsum ball in like newspaper size type or book. I couldn't focus. It was blurry for at least a week. Like I thought I was never going to see right again. And I was talking to people that weren't there. Like, like, what yeah, plant was that? Crazy. You ever tried that? What plant was that? What was the name of that plant, bud? I, missed it. I don't know the name of the plant. There's one on there's one on the east coast, and I don't know whatever it is. Just a weed. It's a weed in the field that gets stuff like a fox. It's a foxtail. The foxtail. Stay away from the foxtail. I forget what they call it, but they eat them. A buddy of mine ate them. He did. Uh, way too many of them, and they were just trying it out. They're in the back field, and they grabbed a bunch off the plant. He was he was blind for almost twenty four hours. <laughs> Yo, 
Manny, I got to tell you, there is a beautiful, huge full moon outside right now. Just fucking brightest yeah, moon out there. Well, I'm going to go t- show you guys. I'll go show you guys. Yeah, that's that's like, supposed to be beautiful tomorrow, though, or tonight, later, the next night. It's, it looks like you can touch it. Right I've had a couple of people tell me I'm fucking lucky I still got an upper lip from that spider bite. (laughs) That thing was fucking vicious, man. That thing started off it just like they all do. Just like it almost looks like a fucking zit. And you try to fucking you see that stuff festering under there and it's a 50-50 draw whether or not you should fuck with that thing. And I fucked with that thing right off the bat. Yeah, most spiders get gangrene. I mean, spider bites get gangrene, so that's why you're so lucky. Like, those things usually, yeah, so, yeah, you're real lucky. Fuck. Most, if you don't leave them alone, they fester under the skin, and then they kind of open up, and then you get that really bad one from the fuckers. So in my opinion, it's better to kind of pop them bitches and kind of deal with the oil or whatever that is that comes out of them, that spread. They do yep. spread as that oil comes out, man, or whatever the fuck that shit is. Better than the gaping gash that can happen from them fuckers. Just, just call it pain. It's pain either way. Scabs scab's itch because they're looking for air. You're, you're talking about spider bites? Yeah, the brown recruits. Oh, oh I was going to say, though, I've never been bit, but two people, uh, it was one on the back of the leg, this lady, and one on the front. That was the gnarliest, like, abscess. Uh, I don't know if they went to the doctor. Well, they ended up going to the doctor, but they were the type that, like, were treating it themselves, and that got so festered and just from a spider bite but no those spiders are pretty big want to see want to see my spider i've been feeding it flies for the past few days it's little and it's fucking cool oh you can't see it because it's in the dark there it is it's bites like this man fucking you wouldn't get me in your house brother Wait a minute. I wouldn't give me in there. If I, I'd take one look at that, I'd be ass and elbows on it. How big is it? Is it the size of like a quarter, silver dollar, whole dollar? No, it's, this, it's a fly catcher. It just catches flies all day. I catch the flies on this. I get them on here. If I set it on here like this during the day, they'll, they'll fucking like fly on there. Then I'll take that and I'll just put it right here. Then they'll fucking, there, you, there she is. It's just a female. It's oh, a it's not female. that big. And now the eggs are right back behind here. On my, on my big it's too big. Now wait, <laughs> do you know enough about yeah. spiders to know the female and all that? You looked that up. Yeah, well, her eggs are back behind my thing right here. Like, we, got we got eggs. Oh, we got eggs. Yeah. You realize yeah, how many come out of those, right? Hell yeah. I've like been breeding them for a while on accident. My black widows. Let's go. Black and reds and black widows. I got tons of black widows. There's somewhere in here. Here's one. Black Maybe widows, black widows are hot, right? So they ain't going to come hey. out of the They're so fast. They when I was in prison in this yard, there was 
there was this competition, and it was Black Widows versus Praying Mantises. And they have this little box and and let them go at it. People would bet soups, whatever. But yeah, there were guys that had their Black Widows like in their cell, living. I had a cellie that had, and we had a fucking uh, Praying Mantis with one arm. He got he lost his arm in one of the battles, but uh, they, he was like a pet. But I couldn't imagine the guys that had the the fucking Black Widows in their cell. That's crazy. I think it's under here. Yeah, we had a pet Black Widow in our window, and nope, it's gone. First time he came in on inspection, he was like, What the hell's that in the window? <laughs> Took his pencil and said, There's your pet. I said, That's I a pet. He's like, Well, your pet's dead. <laughs> I feel like uh, we're going to find a headline about Greenfinger someday, like an arachnophobia story or some shit, where he's like, They find him in the web and all the fucking spiders are feeding off him. (laughs) Well, this is a room I found the tarantula in. It was just walking. Yeah, see, like, that's not right, bro. That's not right, man. Well, that's like they're gonna find you like fucking too uncommon and shit. You're just gonna be all like a mummy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find none of the Black Widows, guys. That means they move. That's kind of scary because I don't know where the fuck they moved to. Oh, wait, hold on. This is in the way. Brand new shit in this room. I forgot. Behind the dartboard, there might be new spiders. They might have moved. No. Bastards. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, that's, that's why scary. you kill them when you can see them, green figures. That's that's usually why you kill them. No, man. they're big females, though. They're huge. They're fucking... Yep, these ones that's are another reason to kill them because the females lay more. Yeah, but the males right. aren't even in here. They ate them all already after they had sex with them. So like, the males are dead because they killed them all, and then they're ready to lay their eggs. And now they're gone. Now they like, what the fuck? Before they lay their eggs. No, that's. I like the spiders to do their jobs. I just seen them yesterday. That's pissing me off now that there's not any in here. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Jobs inside too, by the way. There's two crazy Uncle Joshes. Well, I think you should take it to another level since you already know breeding and I guarantee you there's people that buy spiders, black widows, all of them online if you put an ad up. You'd be Mr. Spider. I'm supposed I'm to sure be Spider I'm sure there's Spider-Man. a couple other guys out there doing it, but and I'm sure there's a bunch of people like you, weirdos, that, well, yep, they like pet spiders and they buy them. Like you weirdos. <laughs> the military helicopters. <laughs> Watch. We don't want to sell like security for we don't want Weirdo to sell security. Way. They don't have no lights on. There's military helicopters flying over me right now. But you can't see them because they're all fucking blacked out. Like no lights at all. Sp- fucking great. spider patrol, dude. <laughs> My whole house is jiggling. Moon them. I've said it more than once. If you come into my garden at nighttime and pick up a pot, you're going to probably leave with a souvenir. (laughs) One way or the other, Black Widow or the plant. (laughs) You ever do any breeding there, uh, fucking green fingers? You could name all your fucking strains after uh, spiders and shit. Well, I have the black and reds that are bred, and now I can't find the black and reds or the black widows, and they don't mess with each other because there's the one just in Australia. The brown recruits, 
that one will tear you up, dude. <laughs> now, you don't, you you smoking, don't, where's it going to get? You're not keeping a record <laughs> as a pet, are you? A what? No. No. If you keep I, it in a cage, that's cool, but the people just let it like live the wild. They, they, they make yeah, their body the dissolve. Yeah, I'm not cool with a recluse. But there's a difference in a spider, right? A brown recluse is a roamer who will also set up in a dark place real quick, and he doesn't leave a major, he doesn't leave a web. If you got a black widow, he's got a thick, uh, they, or she, she's got a thick, sticky web that you can't miss. But a brown recluse, no, they die. They, if I see one of those, they die. This is my only spider I got left there. They sneak around, right? They walk around. You know, the best thing for brown recluse, eagle, is to take your sticky pads and put them all in under all the sinks all your closets in the dark places and they'll just walk across my spiders are fucking gone guys every single last one of them good somebody came in and took them out they're like ready to move in they're like yeah let's just take all the spiders out another spider that eats all the daddy long legs son of a bitches they moved (laughs) into that room god damn it that's what had to have happened Daddy Long I really think somebody came in there and was like, man, green fingers hoarding all no, the spiders. A Give me a jar. No, no not a person. <laughs> not a person. Another spider. Not a person. A spider. Like a, the daddy long legs will come in and they'll take all the black widows and eat them. They'll kill them all. And like that's well, probably what happened. Yeah. Like one moved in and they'll all move away fast. Like black widows know. Like, I'll get the fuck out of here. There's Daddy Long Legs gonna eat me. So yeah. Yep. One probably moved in there. Fuck. That sucks. Well, there's like, like a pepper. lot, a lot more good spiders than than like bad poisonous ones, right? I mean, yeah. majority of spiders are harmless. They're all good. Yeah, dude. When I, was, when I was growing up, my parents' couch had those barking spiders in it. We could never find that thing, but it was always you could always hear them. You know what I mean? Black yeah, widow. my grandma had one too, and like I could never find it, like all the time. It's like, what the fuck? Dude? They're Stop loud. Barking. It's weird. It's they can be so loud. I can't believe you can't catch them. <laughs> you never know. Same with crickets. They stink. That's the weird part. Barking crickets. Have- I mean, the barking crickets. Barking spiders smell. Yeah, I had a cricket at a house one time. It lasted a few months, man. And- Fuck that <laughs> bothersome man. Hate that noise. Cheers, modern genetics. Welcome to the chat. Modern. Hey everybody. Gonna come over here. He's smoking to be with you guys. That's right, man. What's new with you? At my old house, we didn't really have I never saw scorpions outside on the garden patio or property, but over the years, a few times, I we had a runner carpet down the hallway, and I'd like walk on it, and you'd go crunch, and I'd pull it up, and yeah, there'd be like a scorpion somehow got in the house, was under that carpet, but it's not like they're that common to the area. But over the well, I lived there 17 years, maybe three or four times. 
in all that time. Yep, same spot, never anywhere else, under the runner carpet in the hallway. We used to think they came in through the garage door. <laughs> but somebody that yeah, knew told yeah. me that that's not even a poisonous one. It's basically harmless. Yeah, spring house. Yeah, spring house. Oh, you just knew there. I knew there were snakes under the tin because the spring house had two sections, right? A lot of springs have an inside and outside. First part where the spring comes to, and then where the actual building is. These boats had there's a big stone spring house. The part that where it first filtered in from out of the hill just had a lid on it. And I just always knew there were snakes. And I lived there until I was 10 and a half. So I didn't, wasn't a snake fan. So I never lifted it up. And finding out later that they weren't just the snakes that my brother would play with. There were always copperheads under there. I never knew there was copperheads under there. They were, these, this was head height. Every time you're walking by, you're always looking for a snake. My brother didn't tell me. My brother didn't tell me later. He's like, man, there were always copperheads under there. You didn't know that? I was like. Oh, nobody told me there were poisonous snakes out there. You just fucking said, watch out for snakes. <laughs> All right, here's you a stoner move. I guess it's less than a year ago. Rattlesnakes are pretty common. I've had the same guy. He used to be my neighbor, uh, Gregorio. That if I have any rattlers, you give him a call. He'll come over with his prong thing in a in a trash can because he collects them and then takes them to Mexico where they, they pay a lot of money for rattlesnake because the venom is used for this uh, acne medicine or some shit and yeah like you get $100 for a couple year old one and it goes up from there well I called he wasn't there so I yep I got this shovel and I he was curled up it was a pretty big one and I whacked it and then it like was injured. You could see it. I fucking did damage, but it went out and was like going across the driveway. And my Lindsay, my worker, had just bought literally within like three, four days, a brand new, I forget what car it was. Wait, it's like a mini SUV, whatever, brand new. So, Snake's going across the road. I thought, brilliant. This is like a stoner move. I'll just fucking drive over it with my car. Right? So, get in my car and I drive over it. Back over it. Up inside. Modern, how's things going over there with car. you, bro? Are you ready to and, and scratched it. Sorry, I thought you were done, buddy. I thought, did you say that the snake grip crawled up into the car? No, no. The snake still was like, it was one of those things where I put it in so much misery. I had to like then go get the shotgun and kill it that way, which I should have done from the first time because I ended up backing up like a dumbass and digging her fucking car like literally three days old which it wasn't like neither. She didn't want to put to insurance. I definitely didn't want insurance. I think it was like a $1,200 pull it, fix it. And, and I felt like the dumbest person over this stupid snake where, yeah, he got the best of me that time. 
So, how's the grow coming, brother? You're muted. Okay. I don't know. I'm probably going to sell. What? I'm tired of fighting. This fuck gas prices are killing me. Oh, man. Have they made oh. any progress with the laws? I know that was you were getting some progress with some legal stuff. I got, the, I got, I got the stuff changed in the, in the caregiver there, but they've made it to where it's I still have to have blueprints and they still got to do all this bullshit. Kind of like, why do it? It's might as well just go with my 500 play it. And to be honest with you, I'm chicken chicken with them. They're killing me. Two years go by, it cost a lot of money sitting there with the damn building sitting there. I got broke into, went broke into my shed, stole a lot of good stuff. Recently? So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, man. Since the last time you were on? This last time I was there, yeah. Holy shit. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I guess it's certainly right. Sitting there, not doing anything building. So, Was the last time you were there? Like last week? Yeah. Since uh well no, it happened it happened last week. I mean I found out last week. I, oh, just, uh, I ain't talk about it, but what's up, Quito Tease? What's up, brother? I don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't sound great though. Oh it's all right, dude. You know what? Like I said, I ended up selling that place for good money. Nobody okay. Sorry for Did me. you just it's say it's, good. it's not happening, you're selling the building? I don't may not even sell it, you know what I mean? It's just I'm gonna go ahead and to keep my wife happy, I'm gonna go ahead and put it on the market and see what happens. Um if I get the money that I want. But nobody feels sorry for me. I mean not doing what I wanna do, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I don't. There is some. You know, if the if the dream didn't, you know, come through, there would be a little bit of, you know, maybe I feel sorry. But you know, I got a lot of respect for you, brother, and I think everybody here else does to put that step forward in a fucking emerging market right now. Fucking, that's you guys are the ones taking all the fucking punches and laying the groundwork for everybody else after you, brother. So I got a ton of respect for you and you fucking putting it all on the line to fucking have the dream, man. I've got a lot of respect for you, sir. A lot of respect for you. Win, lose, or draw, you will walk away with this with my utmost respect for trying, sir. That's 100%. So. Yeah, I should have I picked a better state. Should have been Oklahoma. I've been two years in already. They're living there. 
Yeah, but you would have been uh, no regulations at all, dude. Like nothing. Yeah, but oh, but that no nothing. regulations is creating its own problem where there's warehouses full of shit that right can't now. sell. I was I was Oklahoma. honestly afraid that the market they're getting ready to slam the door in Oklahoma. Two yeah, they are. are going to put a hold on things in Oklahoma. Yeah. From what I've heard, I think you got to have an Oklahoma wife anyway, don't you? Yeah, I lived there for two years. I mean, you have to sell yours and get an Oklahoma wife for a couple of years. Yeah. That's a scary proposition. Know. You know I what? Guess, yeah. what? What am I doing right now? I spoke to a doobie, so that's all. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that my whole life. All it takes, <laughs> for, uh, so good. All it takes for Oklahoma to change is for Texas to change is cannabis. And it's just like shut or the federal federal transportation export, their laws are set up for them to be an export state. They only have three million citizens, and most of them are redneck conservatives that don't smoke weed. So, yeah, that's reality in Oklahoma. But if you read their laws, yeah, they want to be the state that is like the hub, just like FedEx made whatever. Remember when every FedEx packs, even if you sent it across your own town, would go all the way to Nashville on a plane and back, right? When they first started, or like a hub, Amazon hubs. Yeah, Oklahoma wants to be cannabis hubs. At least somebody does. Well, I think Colorado's in a better position. Even Michigan's in a better position. Colorado's you know, not as good to dry, though, is it? It's not as good to grow as dry. Well, I mean, but all that just costs money, you know, at commercial level. We're talking about, especially with $5 diesel, like, if you get into interstate <clears throat> commerce, it's like still got a truck it somewhere, and that costs money. The further, everything's the Everything's gone up. Everything's gone up. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no, like... I guess it will always get better. We've had these things, ups and downs and the worst, but maybe one of these times it's going to, you know, not be just a, a little pain. It might be a fucking serious turn. I don't know. Gas, prices, I don't know. gas prices has a huge effect on the economy. It doesn't hit right away because a lot of the businesses just absorb it. But it gets to a point where they can't absorb it no more. But everything goes up because it's just the cost of doing business. Well, I don't follow it that close, but somebody told me today that Bitcoin is in the 20,000s. Apple devalued a huge amount, all of them devalued, but oil, record, record, beyond record profits, the only sector that's, that is doing that. And, and then the stock market and all that is in some real serious turmoil. Right, it's the last they're couple the, days. They're at, the, they're at the end of it, bud. They're at the oh, end yeah. of the natural. As oil, as they, as they tell everybody, they always had it. So what they got to do is, as they do with everything else, because they're just greedy people, they got to force it up for everybody in the process of taking it away from everybody. Well, around me, we have $7, $7 gas, basically, is where we're at average. Or somewhere in there. Yeah. And if you know, it's not that there's an oil. There's plenty of oil. Like one of the major refineries is on a two-year 
what do you call it? Remodel is offline. Another one had a fire and is half capacity. And we haven't you built the one refineries. in Yeah, all that yeah. shit down there. And there hasn't been a new one, new capacity anywhere. Like, and that's them like, oh, that's what keeps the gas price. And that is this refinery capabilities. And wait, if we know that, and that's a fact, how the fuck have it we also, built enough refineries to not allow that to, to add dollars to the gas price? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, let me give you an idea. Oil refinery in the backyard, they can do things to structure that, right? So the, the, diesel the, is the refinery in Long Beach. The refinery in Long Beach is owned by China. No, we can only supply out. There's plenty of oil. It's supply and demand, dude. They're just trying to like. Yeah, it's right. Totally about control it's just and supply and demand. That's what. That's what all that. Yeah. Stuff is about. Like the wars and are it, about that. Everything. There's there's oil in the Middle East. There's oil in our country. There's oil in Russia. There's oil all over the place. And it, the biggest thing is like, if you can drive oil prices up, that makes all these alternative fuels more appealing. Because when oil's at $2 a gallon, nothing can compete with that. There is not an alternative fuel that can compete with it. It literally has to- There's only like 60 years worth of oil. It makes sense. Otherwise it don't make sense. No, right. We don't have an endless amount of oil. That's a fact we could agree on, right? 60 years. 60 years. I think it'll, it'll come back down in price, but it might take it might take well, a year. The the thing is, is we can't use oil until we use every last drop because even with whatever alternatives come along, there will always be certain things, certain engines, certain jobs that combustion engines will be necessary, right? Best, so, like if all of a sudden idea. there's no oil. If we use every last drop of it, which it looks like we're capable of, then but even if we the did have an alternative, it. we'd be fucked. Huh? They created the cannabis right? demand right there. They created the limitation. You, there's not an endless, there is an endless supply. It's not like limited, in my opinion. And that's where they oh, no. that market. No. Saudi Arabia has had had estimates, geological estimates that. Even the fact they're sweet crude is just about gone, and now they're pulling this other stuff that's lower grade. No, I don't know where we disagree on that. We disagree on that. We might have hundreds of years, but we don't have just this endless fucking shitload of it. The rate we're using it, no. But we don't need it anymore. Basically, we've got we've come up with methods where we can synthetically make oil. You talk a sweet crude shit. We got biodiesels now that can run off a of fucking fryer, fucking grease, and we can produce fucking gasoline basically through ethanol and other products. So why are we pulling the shit out of the ground anyway? It's well, it's a, I mean, it's a dead. It's all money that they've been back, and that's it's like, the powers that be that won't let that system move forward because they've not done juicing us yet. And There's it so isn't many technologies that, that, out there that could cancel all that shit. It isn't that they pulled out of the ground that we allow ourselves to be like, like I even heard some of the politics that, like, yeah, we have no control over it. Like we have zero control. We're at their mercy. And like, well, if, as long as we're at their mercy and have no control over it, we're fucked. 
Yeah. 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 So they 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 milk it, whatever it is. I mean, if they know they have a market, it's watch this. When they get when cannabis became a problem in this country everywhere is when what? When the paper magnet here in California, Hearst, saw he was going to compete with his forest, and he got the papers involved and everybody involved and demonized it. What happened with diesel fuel? Diesel motor was invented by Henry Ford. As soon as he wants to bring it online, prohibition. Diesel wasn't invented. So they'll, so they'll do the same thing. Watch this. They'll do the same thing yeah. when they're running out, when they have a projected run out date, what they're looking at and fighting over. The next thing that they're all into, they bring this one up high, <laughs> and then they're demonizing it, right? They demonize the fuel so you can push the other thing. No, but the real thing is the, the the oil companies are owned by investors and they're not willing, even in the future, to say, oh, we're going to lose 10% to renewables. We're going to lose another 5% to ethanol. They're not willing to give not any. Matter of fact, they want growth because that's how the, it works when you have stockholders trying to get paid and their profits is more important than any fucking thing else, any other reality, and they're gonna ring it for all its words. This is not a hidden and, agenda. Everybody knows this. This is just right. capitalism. You're just talking but, about you know when, when when we're paying seven dollars, it's literally crippling our fucking economy. I don't know how many more months it can really sustain. Why they make it record profits? I mean, that's, yeah, that's the problem. It's, it's not. It's not like they're hurting too, and it's just that's where it's gonna be. Well, no, I saw that, record that even record. why in Saudi Arabia it's easy to have a, a hundred to three hundred, five hundred thousand dollar car. Gas is twenty three cents, and that's up from like in the teens. <laughs> but they're Saudi Arabia, so you expect it to be cheap. But that's like so cheap that it's like fuck you cheap you know what i mean that's what they're saying to the rest of the world oh government Buddy, you got took away beautiful... i'm sorry you're not wrong green, green 13 i didn't want to cut you off yeah i've just been waiting our government took a load of tax off our fuel and they didn't lower the prices the fuel stations they just kept it the same so they just took that money and diesel here is currently eight dollars eighty a gallon eight eighty a gallon Euro, euros or dollars? No, nope, dollars. Eight eighty dollars per gallon. And yeah, I did. I did the conversion. Your your country's yeah. distribution chains like ours, where it's just thousands of trucks bringing small loads to all these stores, and and that's like when you look at the grocery prices and the price changes. Yeah, they're calculating the cost of the. Well, here it's like five dollar diesel or whatever, but Walmart, all those big. Those trucks, that's it. They bring like littlest amounts of like, oh, six of this. Like they have this computer inventory thing. It's not like any store has the, the third of their uh, square footage is their storage. There's nothing in storage. It's on the shelf. And then if something goes low, the truck gets sent out like immediately, right? Because they don't want to pay for They don't pay uh, so, taxes on the, the supply in the back room. <laughs> Just something more, a little bit more. We a subject we love that's near and dear. 
I'm smoking uh, some delicious lime Maria, lime Orilla Thunder Dane fruit. It was delicious. But Brandon I, Russ, I see some beautiful little fucking bugs poking out of the screen of your corner. What do you have? Then I want to say cheers to the major, and then I've got something I'd like to pick his brain about. After everybody says what they've got, what they're smoking on. What do you Did guys you ask me? I, I'm yeah, I see some bugs down there in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's a form cut cookie. And it's super, yeah, I like, I've kept a few of these around because I like it. I don't care what people say, but I had the form cut for a while. It, it's still a good one. Yeah. I was smoking on some Wookiee Unicorn. Queens in the house. Cheers to the queen. Up, Major. Gorilla Glue Gelato. Nice. Ice cream freeze. To C99 White Widow time. X is cheap. BX. Is it 420? Smoke. Oh, no, it's not 420. I just smoked five Yeah, put these where the dogs can't get to them. No, because that's fingers? like really hidden. I punch is your thing right now, huh? Smiley. That's the apple of your eye. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a, it's a pretty good one. It's flavor. Uh, it's got like a, uh, it's that, it's got that purple punch kind of purple flavor, but there's a floral thing to it that the Mac put on everything. So like, cause I ran that Mac mail to the Gorilla Glue too, and to the Skywalker. That was the Sky High version one. So, and all of them kind of carried a, like a floral undertone. Flowery. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know if grandma perfume is the best way to put it, but more like a more like a rose kind of smelly thing. Rose water or something. Grandma's laundry. Like those perfume sweets, like them <laughs> they're freaking called. Oh, the Turkish delights or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that, but like that, yeah. Are you smoking grandma's laundry? And if so, what is the fucking turp profile on that? If I even, I don't even know if I want to know what grandma's laundry smells like. Mothballs? Oh shit! It depends on your grandma, right? Is there a clean laundry or dirty laundry? Oh, dirty, the dirty stuff, man. Oh gosh, they smell the same. I think because it's just strong. <laughs> Wait, yeah, who has it's the like, dirty laundry? It's like one smell is trying to cover the other, but either one you can still smell. Yeah, like dog shit and <laughs> perfume bags, you know. That's major strength. Bo and deodorant, like it don't work. No, man, that's what Smiley's smoking on. Grandma's old laundry there. A little bit of Holy perfume, shit. a little bit of gas in her. I'm smoking on some oh, slurman. 
some of that bullshit in-house genetic stuff I ran through. Not too bad. But actually, the freebie they gave me, the Rogue One freebie, oh, man, it just destroyed the slur, man. Like, the flavor profile on it. <sighs> like a blueberry with <gasps> a grape. And I got a question for you, beauty. Major. I saw, I saw a post where you had four packs of seeds. Oh, yeah. Three Jerry were Payton. one kind and one. All right. But then no, they're all the something, same. A, something about these plants in the forest and stuff. But then the three packs looked like they were buried in the forest for a while. Like maybe that's the design, or they looked like they've been like buried yeah, I somewhere. Kind, I think they're kind of supposed to have that, uh, you know, um, beaten up look to them. Oh, oh, that's part of the design. I couldn't tell by the picture. yeah, kind of like stained old map look, I guess. But yeah, Gary Payton BX. It's a uh, high rule genetics. Gary Payton crossed with Gary Cake, which is a wedding cake F5 he made. I love all this shit. Anything that that guy touched, fireman. And the resistance on his stuff, I don't know if he even knows that it's just fantastic. He does a lot of work with a triangle cush and it's kind of wookie cross. But uh, yeah, good shit. Got four packs, and out of uh, I was only supposed to get twenty four seeds. I got forty two seeds, so so I thought, man, that's, that's the shit. The regulars too, so I'll be making F oh, threes, I guess, or whatever the fuck it is. Oh. F ones maybe. This Dairy is Payton. strawberry banana. Yeah, I thought I had it. I have pancake strawberry banana. And then I have cheetah piss. Oh, I, last night we were talking, I thought I had cat piss. But this one is actually called cheetah piss. Oh, I think it's so, the same. Hey, That's and the burner edition. That's a burner edition. Tahoe alien. Tahoe alien strawberry banana. Oh, that one's good. Got that yeah, going on. They're in process. Wow. I wonder if the I wonder if Cougar Piss is grandma's laundry too. Shahida Cougar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cat fucking desert cat. Fucking coin Blueberry bubble right there. Is that a seed rose? Looks like a seed. Seedling. Yeah, these are these, these are blueberry bubba. This is the one I made out of that salmon river moose and lobster. And that's what it's the one I'm calling blueberry bubba right now. That's what it reminds me of. And it's seeded to, with by a uh, nice serrated uh, tight cush style straight up uh, grapefruit. F three. We'll see. This is an unknown, right? This is known, but I know this is good. But what the cross is, I don't know yet. <laughs> no, blueberry and grapefruit work together well. That's basically what uh, sweet tooth number three from Breeder Steve is. There you go. Well, I've been, I've been like. In my mind, I thought about pulling this pack out for my outdoor this year, but 
it just popped out of here as I was looking at that other stuff, but it's it's uh Acapulco Gold runs. Oh I've seen I've seen other people grow this from this breeder and yeah, it's like Acapulco Gold, thin leaf, the runs doesn't really uh show that much. The Acapulco gold dominates. So I think it'll be good outside. Well, hopefully it shortens up the flower time on that shit, right? Because isn't that a, a, a gold like a 12 week? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's looked like. The, the examples I've seen of it looks like that. But it'll be interesting. I'll, I, I, I have had it for like three years and I just keep forgetting it. It's a little late. Not really. It's not that late, but I would have liked to have got them going. Also in Cali, it's never too late down there, man. No, but like you say, if this was like a longer expected, well, it would have been better if I got it going, germinated a little sooner. You know what I mean? What is your germination technique? Paper towel. Oh shit! I was gonna say you're old school, so it won't be, it won't be paper towel bullshit. Fuck, that's like hundred percent. It's up there, but and I still I like can this. control it. And then I take a one and a half inch ruffle cube for the most part. And I take a razor blade and instead of that hole, I just slice the whole ruffle cube in half. And then I stick the germinated seedling where just the head sticking up. Put the other side back on, put the wrapper and and then if it's for outdoor, then I just put it in little cups with dirt or soil. Hey, can I That's ask you if you pH your, uh, your rock wall? Or do you yeah. believe in that? Uh, you still do yeah. that, huh? I, I, well, I thought the manufacturer like, why not? brought that. Well, I think the manufacturer tells you that you don't have to do that anymore. Well, probably, you know, I don't do it when I put four, like four inches. I just water in uh, when I'm, when I'm taking clones, which is usually how I use those things, I make a five-gallon bucket of five-seven pH water, and I might put, if I have some, a teaspoon or something of some root shit, microbe, whatever, in there. Toss the right on the cubes what it is, and toss them in there. Let them soak for a few minutes, absorb, and then uh, that's it. And I have, you know, there's occasional clones that don't take, and there's varieties that are a little longer, but mm -hmm. price of free mutation happening, right? And I used to use Root Tech for the longest time, but I switched to Clonex, and I like it better for whatever reason. Is Clonex a fancy black and purple shit, or yeah, it's purple. Yeah, they're both whatever. I mean, I do think that, like, when you're talking about genetic drift and why plants that you clone repeatedly for decades, well, there is like hormones in what you're like, you really could probably maybe go down to 75% germination rate, but you could probably take clones and just stick them right in the rock wall with nothing. Oh, yeah, and have like sure. 75 percent and i'm not sure that using what is it iba that's just a couple more days hormone, maybe is like how does that affect the hormonal balance of 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 the plant you know what i mean so clonex completely changes the dna of the plant i said completely which is probably a bit much 
it definitely does change the DNA of the plant, apparently. I said definitely and then apparently, which was not cool. Well, you, answered, you answered what I don't want it. Like, I probably could have found that out or know that. But like, yeah, I don't. There's some things you just don't want to fucking actually know, you know? Yep. I fought against Clonex for a very, very long time. But when I want clean, solid clones at the end of fucking nine days, then it really does help. Well, to be honest, in the method I just described you, I usually, if they're not like popping roots in five days, seven, it's like, yeah, that, and that's all like, even something for me, the little Rockwell cubes, if I leave them in that cube and let those roots like bottom out and then put them in a four incher, Oh, there'll be, it slows it down. But if you catch that plant right when the root is needing to go somewhere and then put it into a, it's almost seamless. Like there's times when like you notice that little things like that make the difference of why that plant is this much bigger three weeks later and the other one is, is you know, had a little hiccup or something. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I believe it to be true, mate. I think I've I've viewed it enough times to say, yeah, fuck. If you make them clone quick and easy, life is much better the following month. Really, just is what it is. You see the one that you didn't do well, and it just it's nowhere. Well, they never catch up. It's exponential. Like like what Buddy was saying. Like I mean. You know, once the once the other clone or sister is a little bit ahead of it, it's always going to be able to produce a little bit more each day. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of exponential to a point, I guess. Percentage uplift, yeah. Each time they'll the percentages. Yeah, they'll never catch up. That's the point. Well, and I mean, okay, I'm not in dirt, but I learned things. I've been using Rockwell for over 30 years. They've reformulated along the way. Because of Delta Corona, they changed the four inch. They took Delta off the name, the boxes, for whatever fucking reason, and reformulated. Now that instead of it being gray, they're white. And what it is, is there's a little more recycled rock wall in this mix. Yeah, it repels water more, like at first, to get it to take water. And even over the years, there's some Rockwell cubes, the grain is different. And they'll like have a better air ratio where other Rockwell cubes, the grain's different and they get mushier, right? And even those little variations in Rockwell make huge differences in like uh, how a plant's gonna grow in veg from that, in that early stage. Like when that shit's right, yeah, there's nothing bad. Well, there is, uh, what do you call it? Aeroponics and shit, and accelerated like that. But Rockwell, that shit, I, I love Rockwell. <laughs> Does anyone know like the percentage of like, what we're talking about here, we say, oh, it's greater, it grows faster. What is this faster rate? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll do the leaf strip. But what's the benefit of the leaf strip? You know, everyone talks about it, but no one talks about percentages. Like, has anyone ever taken these numbers and played with them a little bit? Or they just know something much better just, from the strip. I go it works better. I'm curious about the strip lately. I'm not a fucking scientist. What do you expect, man? You are a fucking well, scientist. I, I, I anticipate you, 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 you know right? better than 
that if Take such notes, a thing was leave done, script, it was what day it was probably yield effects. You know, you always take was, your yield. It was probably paid for by the person trying to make a point that helps him in some business he's involved in, right? <laughs> like awesome. even that swazzy thing. Yeah, those guys were selling that book for 500 bucks. And the more they got people to to buy into that, the more books they sold for a couple years. I, I, I can't I don't imagine think they book. sold any books. I don't I haven't seen anyone with that book. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't even think that book got made. Really, I think there was just one copy. I have. I just. What, what, what is that technique, buddy? What is that technique? The Swazi. Is that when they Swazi. strip it all? They just yeah, they it all and then some, and even more. And as soon as it starts coming back, take it off again. And pretty gnarly. And and then they supposedly through this book claim, and this is back when four LEDs were really rocking. So three pound of light off HPS. That wasn't too. Nah, they were claiming three and even five pounds of light by doing it this way. Yeah, that was how they marketed that book or themselves or whatever that was. Yeah, I think I heard the same thing with monster clones, right? That monster technique. You take a clone with flower. Apparently that's Sometimes big number I two. can't help but be a funny fucker. <laughs> Green 13, when you were saying the Swayze, the Swayze method, for some reason, I shit you not, man. I pictured like a Patrick Swayze, like <laughs> there being like a ghost-like method. You know what I mean? Guiding your hands, ripping them legs off and shit. I just love well, that well, word, man. When that video came out, they were talking about it. And everyone started talking about it. It's Swazi Tech or Swazing. That's the word I love. It's nice to say. <laughs> So when you see the most beautiful plants, but you also see resin rails on a lot of leaves, and that's when somebody's really getting the most out of that fucking genetic in a plant. And I don't think if you Swayze or whatever, you're you're sort of limiting that action. Maybe I'm wrong because I've never had the balls to do that. I, I think if you listen, Swayze to Tech is putting on untamed melodies and just letting your hands guide you. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you guys talk about the the swaz, the swaz tech, I always think of uh, space balls and the, the Schwartz. <laughs> so that always comes okay. Everybody's visualizing. Well, speaking I'm of that, sorry, like, brother, that what sweet. was that? It's sweet, but... That was like five or seven years ago. It's been a while since. They hyped that thing. I don't know whatever became of it. Like Green 13 says, yeah, they don't think he sold it. But I don't think if you tried that hustle today with the way social media is developed, cannabis community developed, somebody coming in with a $500 book with some tech, now they'd be laughed right out of the fucking community. But those I guys were serious. Son. Because right now in Britain, there's this whole thing where if you aren't buying from a specific breeder, people aren't interested in your flower. And that is like, that means it's all, it's all about hype. And even they're yeah. putting the, the breeder on the pack, on their Mylar packs, they're putting the breeder. So some kid who doesn't even know fucking any breeders 
suddenly Sorry. only wants to buy from that breeder. So you know what? You all are paying thousand pounds for those packs and whatnot. It's exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. So they yeah, wouldn't get locked out of what? town. It's just I, I Who, have who's the hot breeder in LA and and to know, yeah, whatever you're saying times a hundred up there. I it's it's not my world, so I don't think of it first and foremost, but yeah, hype and all that. Yeah, that's what rules the whole market up in LA, which is like billion dollar deal, you know. <laughs> I tell you what, anybody can do it, you get the right thing. You see that lighter right there? That plant I just cut down, seeds I made, they frosted before the F3 of the breeder who I made the other seeds from, a different ones. That weed right there is the strongest most potent plant that I've grown out of all of them. Now, I don't take any credit for it because I just took two of his and I pick what I pick. But anybody out there, if you if you pick some good resonant stuff, you can make good seed. Anybody's making. You know, you just got to go through them and find different ones that are, you want to go to the next step to make the, you know, to narrow that down and keep that. But Absolutely. I'll tell you what, that, that plant right there, I was smelling that. As soon as I started cutting those branches off, it was like the smell intensified like 10 times. I was like, oh, this is like blueberry fuel. I was like, what the hell is this? It was just blueberry before with the other stuff it has in the background. As soon as I started cutting the branches off, everything was crazy. The intenseness of it. Yeah, it was just nuts, man. That light, that's from that one plant sticking to my light. Look at that. Sticking in my finger, a lighter, <laughs> a full lighter. <laughs> Love that. That's a good sign, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, it stays that way too. Hopefully, it stays that blueberry gas for you. It doesn't oh, switch up. I'm giving these F one. I'm giving these F ones out, right? And I didn't hear what strain you're talking about. This is a. This is our. This is a, something I made from uh, Moose and Lobster, which is Dynasty Genetics, and Salmon River, which is Dynasty Genetics. And I used one male that I picked. That was a great male that I knew that had everything it needed. And I bred it back to five different Moose and Lobster females. And uh, that were almost... Well, I want two of them are really close in what they look like, and two of them are close, but the structure and the smell was different. And the one I picked, which was my favorite one, is what I've been mostly focused on, the number five plant. And um, I've, I haven't found, there's nothing bad in it. And well, I years. hear a lot of strain names, but I've never heard, you said moose, like the animal, and lobster. <laughs> Yeah, moose and lobster. It's a, it's a cross of dinosaur professor peas. It's um, Cali Snapple, I think. Cali Snapple cross to um, I don't know. Somebody who's got the internet can see it real quick. It's lobster with an A. Um, and everything he's had multiple people use it, and one of his late friends used it. He's still breeding with it with his cross out of it. And um, but in this one here, the blueberry in the in the male has really carried over just something 
something fierce, but it's, it was nothing like, it's nothing like any of the stuff that came out of the Salmon River at all. And I had three different, four different Salmon River females, two that were almost identical. And then the other one was just a little bit off because he's had that, that breed so close, that strain so close. But what came out of that's that blueberry, it's bubble curl, it's bubble in that. And there's his blue herring, which has uh, um, DJ Short's uh, blueberry in it. And um, I'm not sure what else is in that one. I, I haven't looked at it in a while. But I just wouldn't breed any more blueberry into these. I mean, you could on the moose and lobster side because of there's, there was 70-30 sativa. That moose and lobster, I don't, I haven't found any that coming out of these yet because I haven't picked any of the, the taller growing phenos fien out of a couple of them. Couple of them. I've only kept the shorter ones. But that, that, that right there goes right to like sciatic. He uses it for his sciatic pain, for his back pain, for... Um, release and and i found it's really good for muscle release and it's really good for those types of things so whatever that is that cross of that moose lobster is lobster and um it, it's really good it's 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 consistent now one of them i haven't even tested because it's the most stretchy out of all of them i just haven't tested it because the other ones have been so good <laughs> i mean but this one here it's just like Wow, this is totally different. All of them. I mean, it's got that that sticky fuel with that blueberry gas. With uh, when I was growing them, I was cutting, smelling it. It had a little bit of chocolate in it. But as soon as I cut it off the branches, I couldn't smell any chocolate. So, Bubba Kush, gotta love that pre ninety eight Bubba. So. What's up, Buddha boy? Hey man, how's it going? I, did I hear something about you might be scaling down or restructuring or something like that? Is that ridiculous thing for me to say? Yeah, that's all right. I, where was so far? I might, I might put the building up for sale and and uh, see what I can do on that. End of it. You're good. You know, you know how to invest. You've invested a lot of time and energy, uh, but it's like well, here. Here's the thing I tell anybody. Uh, so I, I used to have a car lot and so forth, and I bought a lot of properties. You you make your money when you buy it. Not yes, when you sir. sell it. Yep. If you buy it right, That's what I tell my wife. You're always gonna make money. How much money is a is a waivable thing. But if you don't buy it right, well then there's a good chance you might not make money. So I always say you make your money when you buy it. It'll work out. So, I bought it right. I bought it right. So, well, it even the dumb things I know. If the stock market's shaky and Bitcoin's down and this, oh, people take their money from there and go, where's good real estate? Put money there, so the market will be good. You'll get your number. And if you get your number, wouldn't that be a success? And that's, that's right. on to the next project, that's right? Correct. I'll be there. Uh, I'm businesses, so uh, this is what somebody want to do. You know, my passion. And nothing going to stop me. I'm still doing what I'm doing. Well, and also, that's yeah, just man, more money. Um, that's more money. 
uh, to, uh, to go uh, back at it. I'm just trying to encourage this guy here because he's been on this project for a couple of years. That's oh, like I'm, I'm trying to encourage myself. Yeah. I think he's in great right. position. Either way, you know, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I just I do what I do. Had a lot of expense this last two months. Uh, sometimes you look at your what's what you got out there and say, what's a better move? So, might be a better move is put invest the money in that business. And it's not really I'm investing anything more because I kind of I held everything to a stop. But I still have having carrying costs. You still have carrying costs. So I'm just still paying the carrying costs. I like to not pay the carrying costs anymore. Yeah, I never kidded myself thinking I could uh, float a uh, business license for any square footage because I don't really give a shit about business. My business is my business. Your business is your business, and nobody's business otherwise. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I, even when it was, you know, when we were playing the game back before, you know, it was all up, up above, above ground, um, my motivation was never anything but to basically break even. And uh, I can't deal with people as like this. Who the hell wants to deal with somebody who wants to smoke your chronic but is a pain in the ass? I'm not that guy. You know, that's why I grow my own. And that's why I do it on my own property in a state that allows for that so I don't have to deal with jerk offs. You know, apparently I'm a jerk-off because I fucking, this dude that I've been selling to for years, for years, hand-deliver this shit. This is a total, give me 24 hours, buddy. It's fucking yours. All of a sudden, I'm like 20 minutes late, and this motherfucker flips out, and I haven't seen him in like months, man. <laughs> it's a hustle. It's hard to, hard to go forward. Sometimes they're having to but you know what? They shouldn't take it out on you because you're an artist. You're a committed man to a, a, a rarefied uh, experience. And ch- check it out, though. Th- this travel he had to do was only like five minutes for himself. Like, he, he could come to my place within five minutes, not me getting everything ready, doing whatever, and get to his place. That's that's the funniest part, too. It's like, was it 20 minutes, though, bro? Or was it an hour? 20 minutes? It's stoner time, right? It could have been the next fucking day. I don't remember that shit. But, okay, but there's no, okay. there's just no need. On the story. <laughs> but it was such a relationship, you know, like years. Like, this is my guy. I'd let him in my house if he wanted to. He could eat my food. I, I wouldn't feel bad at all. That's the thing. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're wrecking that order one transaction that didn't happen your way? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. He's not going to find better major. Relevant, I, I a couple times I had MIA I had an MIA a couple times. People, and then what it was and months had gone by or almost a year, they had lost their phone. Or like literally in I couldn't get it rebuilt or whatever the fuck and lost my number and luckily ran into me. I learned not to take that kind of thing personal because by the time that they are like saying they want to go elsewhere, it's like this. I've been dealing with them for a couple years too long. And that's, that's basically the kind of experience that I've had because it's like this. I cultivate a garden over decade plus of experience and preferences, and I'm never going to tailor that to your taste or your needs or anything to do with you because it's mine. Mm, <laughs> I hate to say enough. that. I swear. 
I'm cool about it, but it's like this. It's not a commodity. It's not to be uh, considered, you know, like I'm going to break your arm if you don't give me a gram or that twice or something like that. I don't even know how it is, but it's like this. For me personally, I live in the woods. It's just part of my life. It's a nice part of my life, you know. But I also like the way the sunshine comes out and the way the little mushrooms come up here. I'm not talking psychedelic per se, although there are those. I'm just saying I try to be natural. I have enough trips in life without getting all weird about cannabis because every single person I know is weird about cannabis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True enough. How's that 24-hour light treating you? I'm a little out of sync because I got hit by what could have been the COVID. I don't know what it was, but it hit me on and off for a month. And my schedule got turned upside down. So I'm on the night schedule now, but it's like light out. So all you do at this time of the year, truthfully, is you just kind of try to take off that skin. You know what I mean? Try to shed that whatever it is that you, the barnacles, you know, the, the um, armor. You want to get down to the nitty gritty if you can and just let yourself heal, you know? So uh, heal from that long winter? Or, or for a series of years, you know what I mean? Like decades of long winters. It, it has its impact, but here's the deal solitary also breeds focus and time and energy and introspection and intensity, you know, that you may not have, you know, if you're living in the lap of luxury and predictability. Because I tell you what, the experiences that I've had, they've been. Find, of course, you know, like living in Australia or living in uh, Southern California, beautiful places. I'm just saying, you know, the whole world's beautiful. Where you live is beautiful, right? Of course it is. So, Buddha, right now, what is it like 22 hours of light or when, like, I can never yes, wrap. But- I experienced it once when I was young, so I never can wrap my head around that. Like, How does that like affect every like you just go to sleep or it's it's worse in the middle of winter as anybody could extrapolate like four hours of daylight and it's thirty below you know thirty Fahrenheit below forty below and you know you have like a tacit tacit outside or something like that drive somewhere so um. I think that some of them, I got a real primal energy, and I think it's exercise and things like that. So um, if I could kind of shed the burden of thought and everything, even if I'm running behind on my schedule, I'd like to spend some time this summer uh, riding a bicycle or, uh, you know, uh, running or all of the above hiking and maybe some of that with my own children. And of course, imbibing cannabis to not neglecting my garden and my duties. But it guys, was the English accent that gave it away, Green 13. Sorry. Sorry, I, man. I, it's the missus chatting about some shit to do with her car wheel. Like, <laughs> there's a squeaking noise and it could be the brake disc. And I'm taking my headphones off. So I think, oh, that's another world. I'm in another world. But no. 
Dealing with the squeaky wheel is hard in the cold and in the warm. So you just got to deal with what the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I mean, it's a good job it was that, wasn't it? Rather than, I can't believe you only lasted in t- 10 seconds in bed this morning with your tiny dick, your rubbish, you know. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, <laughs> uh. Well, <laughs> and I'm just happy for you all. And I'm happy with your gardening intensity and your tenderness and your militancy, your tender militancy there, Green 13. I always flip that script on them, G13, man. I'm like, well, that's because we only do it like once a month. <laughs> and then she busts out the calendar. It's like, no, no, we did it last week twice and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> we need that more practice. That was a parody, by the way. My wife doesn't complain. My God, look at me. Come on. Oh, no, that's my goodness. girl. 30 years this year. Congratulations. Right on, brother. Yeah. Did you say 30 years? 3 0, yeah, 30 years since I was 17. That's amazing. Congratulations. Um, we hit 25 this year, so I'm just looking down the road. You guys are happy, man. You guys work hard. You guys have had a long life. I love it. Yeah, we've never been happier, actually. We've never been more in love. I, I won't get too gooey, but yeah, for sure, it's that's the case. That's awesome. Get gooey. That's cool. Well, well, our child you. just turned on us, though. She just hit puberty and yeah, she became from an angel to a, yeah, I won't say devil, but no. devil. Ass, ass yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an all new thing, which you probably know about. Yeah, hang in there, man. They come back around. They go. Like, well, people have said this. They, one friend said 21, though. That's a long way, but. 15. <laughs> 15, How long? 15. Starts, okay. Yeah, it comes back around, around 15. I'll let my wife know. Anyway. Yeah. I have a 12 year old as well. She has to hit it early. Like I said, she's 12 years old and she's ru- ruling the house with her emotions. Yeah. I mean, That's right. That's oh. right about the age. Yeah. <laughs> so green 13 man for me man it was especially brutal man for for me the worst case was the first daughter Brittany B uh fucking uh she was a daddy's girl still is a daddy's girl she went with everywhere with me the grocery store shopping every tried she went to the job sites she fucking worked with me fucking Everything I could fucking teach her. She hit that mark and it was like, fuck you. You don't know shit. And I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought we were close and shit. So it fucking hurt when that shit happened. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. But it does come back around. It does come back around. I'll tell you that. That is exactly it, up. isn't it? It's that attitude. You don't know shit. And it's like, why are you saying this? Why we have love in this house? Why are you bringing this hate back into the house? Oh my god, when you walk out of school, the look on your face what the fuck is the matter with you? Ah, <laughs> oh. and she, listen, this girl she never cried as a baby, 
She never complained. Everything she did was easy. She walked when it was time to walk. It was the easiest childhood. We laughed at our other friends as they frantically struggled with their children. And now they're like, our boys just sit on the computer all day. We never even see them. There's no attitude. Oh, no. Yeah, well. I don't know. I don't have experience, but this last couple of years has got to really put extra pressure on people that age. I would guess, buddy, because the whole thing is about the connecting with other people. It used to be that we all played in the street together on our skateboards and BMXs and footballs and so on. Now the streets are empty because of pedophiles but the thing is there's no more or less pedophiles than there ever were probably you know we just chased them off the streets into their bedrooms onto their computers and then they can be bullied day and night directly in the house you know so it is difficult for them and it has become weird because they can't go and thrash it out and fall off their bikes because they don't even know how to ride bikes you know it's like different yeah, one of my boys has a older family, and the he tells me that their friends, even when they're hanging out, they're just talking through their phones, like it's some kind of weird secret walkie-talkie thing going on. Yeah, you know, and it makes dating weird. And go eagle. I, I I have a lot of empathy with a lot of these kids growing up. They face so much more challenges than we ever ever could have thought of. You know, we this pandemic, the whole all that bullshit, the online social pressures. You know what I mean? The constant dopamine hits. Yeah. And now you know. Uh, now a topic that doesn't get discussed a lot, which should you know what i mean because i'm seeing this a lot and i'm not putting i'm not weighing in opinion either way or trying not to here but is the whole sexual gender thing on top of all the things we've just talked about i've seen so many kids across the board because it's so fucking trendy to be this or that to fucking not know their proper way through it all and then trying to just be cool and fit in you know what i mean we all talk about why we smoke cannabis just so we can fit in man the pressures that we're talking about now are greater now more than ever for these kids so now they're actually kind of losing their identity into this man i've seen some poor kids that look so confused man you know i'm in line they're waiting on me and shit great people you can tell beautiful souls you know what i mean but you can tell that they're just so lost and they're so young you know what i mean in some mid phase you know what i mean and oh man i i just well, I feel i had my and it, and my heart goes out to these these younger kids and, the and then the thing that i they have to go comes, came to my yeah. mind would be the pressure to like like the odds of getting a good career or job or like actually make it like, you know, like the cop, like, yeah, that's gotta be, 
Well, I think the, yeah. the major question is now is to make it to where, though. Where are you going? Yeah, to? you're right. Like, again, fans are right, house. AI so what, what is that? Mean? Well, also, just, be- just before we go your, there, your food there won't be and- any jobs for them. The, the jobs, are, it's not going to be like us. Your truck driver is going to be a, a robot. Your fucking everything, all those jobs that they're disappearing. So, someone's so got to make You have to be robots. very careful where you're putting your child now, what avenue. And I'm talking to my daughter all the time on our walks about being an artisan, being someone who adds value as a human to what you do. Because even surgery, that's not going to be done by humans. So it's for them, it's some kind of, anyway, you guys were going to go off on one, but it's some kind of human touch thing that's going to be the next big jobs. Or just right. deep in technology, like 1,000% into whatever. I think, I think a lot of people still want that future, but I think a lot are also considering that self-sufficiency, you know? Like, I'm, I don't want to be part of that scene anymore. I don't want to chase this corporate ladder. They're not going to allow some, that, bro. Well, trust yeah. me, they can't stop us, man. We're already starting that procedure, right? Like, I, I want to know that. I want my boy to know that this is his land, right? I don't want him to be like where I was told, like, oh, what are you going to do? What, where are you going to live? What are you going to do when you grow up? You want to have your own house, your own car, you want to get your own stuff, right? Because that's so what you do. You grow up, huh? right? I want to let him know, like, this is his. There's no search for anything. This land is fulfilled yeah. with fruit and fish in a go. pond, you know, like freedom. There's no neighbors to spy on you. Well, that's that's wisdom, my friend, but you need to buy it, and then you need to buy it again, because when you die, they're going to take it from him, and so it's very, well, very difficult, you know? That's the, that's the, you know, that's his battle, not mine. And it's, yes. Go let him fight it. And hopefully he honors that place, but if he wants to go the corporate way, you know, that's his fucking doing too, and Good luck to you, little man. If you ever fucking hear this, but say home, boy. Throw that ganja. Are finite, so we might want to smoke more with our children. So as as they are pushed away, they're going to be pushed back into you. And it's like this: we know this. We spend we spend time. We make our choices. But I'm telling you, my older children. If I didn't really smoke that, share the bond and love of the plant with them then we would be missing out on a big part of life. And, you know, one of them started cultivating subsistence, you know, for himself. And another one, you know, she loves it. She loves the plant. She'll probably be a great cultivator herself, I imagine, because she's a sensitive person. So right. she's really into writing, too, guys. She studies physics. And she's into, like, making these psychedelic graphs that her instructors have never seen because they've only, you know... Um, you only have certain personality types and fields, and she's like very strange. She does mushrooms, and she's an advanced physics. She's pulling her way through it on scholarship. I'm you just say saying, uh, you say grass, but you mean like complex geometry? Very that degree of yeah, but you know, like in very uh, real graphing type of things, but given like color illustrations or models, you know, that look artistic, that type of thing. Very cool. Models too, and things like that. I know this. I can say this with the the most honest heart that I ever um, put forth out of my mouth. Major, what you just said a couple minutes ago, that's my father's perspective. 
That's everybody, the creator, father, respect what you just said right there. Don't go away from that. You said you want him to know what you have is his. and You're going to give him everything he needs and he don't have to run anywhere else. That's my father's perspective. But he has the option to go see that world too, for sure. Don't be scared of it. But uh, it's everything. You don't be. Well, in my in my family, I have a niece and a nephew that my mom raised and and had like she sent them to college, and then the older the niece, she's always straight, never tried anything. And John, he had a scholarship for soccer, but finished college. Uh, Tara, she's a school teacher in Portland, area, Vancouver, Washington, and barely gets by. And she's been doing that for years. And then my nephew, forget what he majored in and all this, but and he first started trimming for me a little and was curious and was around, but he's, I guess his title's head of cultivation or some shit for Venice, whatever cultivation up in LA where they were black market. It's like some rapper producers, money investor, but just during COVID they got their license for 650 lights. And yeah, he makes like buck, I think like, over a hundred thousand a year salary or some shit running this big ass thing. But that it's like, yeah, the person that went and was a school teacher can barely get by. And then the guy that chose to throw all that away and grow. Uh, and, uh, and in a way that's wrong, isn't it? That's wrong. Though. Our teachers, are, you know, I mean, it's a funny conversation. I just wanted to mention uh, the land I'm on now too is, it's still only less than a thousand dollars to maintain a year. That's all the government wants, or the local municipality wants for property taxes. So that's a thousand dollars, and the Ontario government provides some kind of grant, which is almost the same equivalent to my property tax. So technically, even if I didn't have a job or an income, they still wouldn't take my property away on me. So that's a bonus about living in this little neck of the woods where I'm at. But back to you, Eagle, saying about that uh, whole gender, like there's 39 genders now. Yeah, that's really, um, I, I don't know how that came about. Definitely someone decided, um, but I, I'm sort of relating to myself and how I'm, some people would say I'm pampering my kid. You know, you're not exposing them to the harshness of the world or whatever concepts are there. But the concept of babying to them with, that's what almost happened to these people that all these categories came out like what do you feel like well you know if you don't feel like a man or a boy or a girl there's this category where you can be both and if you're not that well guess what you can be all three of these it's, it's a it's, somehow we came to the point of worrying about the one percenters a lot when back in the day you know if you, the one percenters weren't even mentioned it's the internet made them loud that's all yeah but but that's not really the people that's like the political or the certain that make it loud like i mean i have personal experience my trimmer harmony worked for me right out of high school she was like obviously lesbian and more dykish when she was like 15 years old 
just in the last few years, and it took her all this. Like I watched her go through it, but she is Rick now, right? And uh, I'm like, it was weird. I guess I, I don't know. Like it wasn't. It was kind of like strange for me to go through it all, right? It wasn't really affect me, but knowing knowing Rick for a long time. And when sometimes there's these, it, like I realize him and his community, they don't want any attention. They just want, like, they don't put the spotlight on me. I'm just trying to be the best I can be. You know, they're not the average person. Well, it sounds like she was a mature person, though. We're dealing with kids that are like seven and eight or also coming to oh, decisions well, about being a, a boy or a girl yeah. and they don't even have well, the concept I, of when, years and years and years ago when, when I first right? heard began this change i remember having conversations where i thought yeah that's going to create teenagers that are in a weird awkward spot and and they might you know decide to say something or be something that they aren't even you know and that seems to kind of be a you know there's some of that that happens yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose most of the time it can't be a lot of jokes are made in my household about gender because we have a mix of boys and girls of varying ages and you know even the oldest one has a baby you know a one plus year old and i'm just saying that you're going to encounter things like this and you know i try to kind of make it like you know a fart joke i'm sorry to say this and you don't take this personal but i'm just saying we make certain type of jokes that are a little off color but they address certain things and it just kind of irons things out and kind of puts people in their place and we have like my, my one son, I'm sorry to get carried away here. He's really a giant. He's like, you know, he's like, he's a football player size. And he has the softest voice, okay? <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's almost comedic, but here he is. He's my awesome son, and he's super strong, and he's super sensitive, and I love him. And I know that he's all about probably getting a girl to kiss him sometime before he's 18 or 19. But with today's society, just because you are who you are, um, he, he might feel alienated a little more. But fortunately, he has love in his heart, and people love him. That's all I have to say. I'd like to try to cap, yeah, cap this off by saying I agree, man. Basically, what I'm saying is, but you know who you are in your heart. You know what I mean? Be whoever the fuck you want to be because that's who you are. Don't follow shit because it's fucking trendy. Stick to your guns, stick to who you are. You know what I mean? That's you know, that's what I basically what I want to say in that. Just well, be whoever you, you know, are. That's fine. Something they learn out of the, you are the, in the, your heart. Don't follow the, the dare. The dare program was by taking kids that young and like laying the whole drug thing on them as like as a way to try to keep them from work. being on drugs. It, it didn't, didn't work. work. And even when you talk about this issue, I don't know. I'm not a parent, but I assume they're talking about putting all this on their table when they're like in kindergarten, first grade, where like, why don't you just let people or kids grow up sort of natural without even having that in there? You know, it's not even uh, possible anymore, buddy. It's well, that's TV, that, 
It's everywhere. Yeah. It's in songs. It's music. So that's, it's that, how you, that, you, you, you know what I mean? It, it's confusing from get these days. But because yeah, it's sort, man, it's like sort of like said, the grocery store, right? You, all you want is laundry detergent. you are, and there'll be no regrets. There's you like 8,000 I mean? laundry detergent categories. in life, tattoos and shit, and not that I regret mine, but they're there permanently. You know, at some point I may regret what the decisions I make. But nonetheless, I try to stick to who I am and why I did what I did. You know what I mean? With no regrets. Stick to who you are, who your target tells you to be, and you live life with no regrets in the end. But let's kind of get back to cannabis. I know I brought that up kind of in a way, but you know, let's, let's take it back home to the thing we love again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to say something. That. That's, that's too real. Yeah. Let's get, let's get into the we near world. I'm going to so, go, man. I just want to say it's it's uh it's not easy to always understand other people's position. So like you know what I mean. So to try to say what somebody else should do is is not always an easy thing. You know what I mean. So best thing is just love people for who they are. For sure. so, that's the be- that's it right down the middle, right? There. Love I love you. Thanks, Marley. It's all about peace and love. Yeah, but I have a so major. I got it. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, but I have a question about it. I'm standing at the bar, and maybe I've had one extra. And you're kind of cute, but I, I, I wonder. I'm gonna do the crocodile on the bar test. <laughs> so yes, major. <laughs> First crocodile Dundee where he grabs Oh yeah. Yes. I so I was listening because I don't oh, hold on. I just had a flashback talking about now. Or breeder <laughs> that uh, go ahead, Eagle. Basically, he was found out through his genetics through the phylos matrix that uh, one of his plants carried some ruderalis, Russian ruderalis hemp. And they believe because they carried that trait um, from that in particular uh, cultivar, that it was hemp resistant from from the auto, from the auto hemp, the Russian ruderalis. You think that carries off and or could be a positive in the autos, does it still carry on? Any, any white papers to that? So your question was, if the Russian auto flower tendency is carried on to the next generation of auto any flowers? truth to that? Yeah, do you know if there's any truth <laughs> oh, the, that's where the autos came the Russian from? Russian oh, ruderal is kind of carry on a gene or a trait that is mite resistant. Is that a plus to the autos, and does it, you know what I mean? Is that and there was some kind of hemp, there was some kind of hemp relationship you're talking about, like that's yeah, where we the root around as well. Was hemp, wasn't it? And we've just kind of bred THC into the root around. Hmm. I'm I'm not too sure about the status of the potency of the root around, right? At all, I can't say I ever smoked one or got a chance to uh, even get my hands no. on. It. It's low, so it was always it? yeah. It's that yeah. Okay. Well, was in, the the initial problem was getting some fucking decent THC numbers out of it, so they could make it 
flower and be a good thing, but it was like seven okay. percent right. or whatever. And little by little, they've got it right. up a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they crossed it up with something good, right? So half the generic, half the generics would be from a good photo period, right? But it sounds like that genetic trait isn't just dependent on one gene or anything. It sounds like it's a multiple base pair gene fucking, you know, it has so many nucleotides make it breed fucking potent, right? So the influence of potency must be a hard one to change because autos still suck, right? But apparently Buddy, Buddy has certified one cultivar of auto from uh, Mr. Loud himself. So it looks like that problem has been fixed a little, you know, and eventually it will be selected so that, yeah. I rolled possibility that for the show ahead, and there was like few of this, few of this, few of this, a few, maybe five varieties, three of them were autos and smoked them. I, I couldn't, I didn't mark them. I could kind of tell, but they were all good. Like it wasn't, and oh, I was with people. Okay. With okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said you Buddy's saying auto like you major could... now. Can you hear it? <laughs> I'd grow them again. You know, I'd, He's saying I'd grow auto the same way. Yeah. I love the fact that Buddy thinks he's possibly hanging out in a crowd to where one asshole is going to like be able to distinctly one, one common sewer is going to be able to go, holy fuck, this is an auto and just like smack <laughs> it down and shit. No, if I Anybody in like a concert and atmosphere is going to be like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, no. I was in, I didn't smoke this with anybody, with Masonic and I Beam Poppin' and Queen Bee. They all had their own fucking joints and splits and different shit. And it wasn't like they didn't. Yeah, they, they, they're fine. I don't know. I've been and back I, on site with, you know, doing construction again. And some of these kids are just smoking all these pre rolls and all this. You know, easy to find dispensary weed gets it gets it gets delivered right to your house now, right? So it's real easy for anyone to get cannabis. But man, the flavors on this shit is just like anyone who's who has ever grown their own would just wouldn't even smoke. You know, it'd be that last thing that you know you ran out of cannabis. What is it? Know. Lack of flavor. Oh, just lack of flavor, and it has that old old burnt almost tobacco-ness to you know like that old weed yeah. like too much leaf I know in it yep. yeah yeah just, no. just what's horrible, up Tony Tony I, 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 yeah, I'm phasing out guys I'm leaving modern good night modern good morning I took a shower there everybody oh sorry you came in oh yeah man sorry Hi, you a little late. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> Cheers, modern. Hi, bye. See you, bye later. See you, modern. Roll me a smoke. Good morning, Tony. Morning, everyone. How are we doing today? 
I suspect we're talking autos, the majors here. Howdy, major. Yeah. Howdy. We are talking about autos. Hey, guys, I hate to say it, but the more we talk about autos, and I'm serious about this, I have a resistance towards it, kind of because I'm like what I would consider maybe a little more traditional, maybe not. But uh, I, I actually know that in my biome, Oh, my natural sphere here in Alaska, up, up near the Arctic Circle. I live 200 miles from the Arctic Circle. Um, that they would probably do really well here, like on some acreage, you know. And if you have the right ones, it would be the thing to do. And if I was ever to do breeding, I would have to think about that. So I'm just saying, and one, one thing I'm hearing the shit, and I'm thinking, because my son ran some a couple last year and it was like man those fuckers were terpy i never smoked them but it was like this i bet he enjoyed them so i'm just saying i can't really judge i like photo period i'm trying to be a student of the plant and it's uh simplest and most dynamic form for me is a photo period and uh i might be a lifetime student of that but i'd also like to know about this auto flower business is applied to like ruderalis because that was a boreal forest uh weed plant and the boreal forest uh, experiences extremes and weather and you know humidity and dryness and it's a very unique place so anyway long story short um I am actually working on a secret little idea. Maybe like these are something I might work with someday. Humbly, you know. Humbly. Hook, line, and sinker. It's great fun, bro. <laughs> Major doesn't even believe his hype, dude. They're they're great fun <laughs> if you get good quality. It's all it's okay. I'm going to follow modern and do some painting. I, I really need to start the day. I love you guys. Have a great day. Yeah. Take care, brother. Here's brother. I, I got absolutely no skin in the game at all other than I grew some and tell you what I thought. Like, And I'd grow a few more. Now, I'm not going to commit any huge amount of space. That's not that big a deal. We'll, we'll just small. agree that, that the genetic potential is there. <laughs> but very little to do with the ruderalis. Maybe they're uh, like a Buddha was saying, the resistance is maybe from them or whatever qualities that came from that. But uh, hopefully we will. Well, it out. is one of those things, even though these three are very distinct, green, purple, and this other one, and, and have like distinct smell. There's a commonality. I guess that's what you're talking about, that that you can smell the base of it or taste it it's there it's, it's covered up with some other how was the stuff. blood structure though have they fixed that is it was it decent? yeah no like like actually the best one had the weirdest structure right but it's the crustiest one like little nodules um uh but then the other two grew. Well, I only have a few. I actually sold it most of it. I kept a little, but no, buds got big. I mean, I've already been plucking off of this one. No, but the plant itself was. Well, I don't know. I think I had five, six, but one was really small. I got a pound or a pound and a couple ounces, and I didn't do shit. Planted them in the bed. It was sun grown, right? Yeah. In the in the time of month that yeah you couldn't get anything else to do that without having to do more supplement you couldn't no I had a couple clones or 
18 inches I put out there, and they all got weird eddied and K-licked out and don't know if they're vegging or flowering. And At the same time, these ones just did exactly what they're advertised to do. They grew a little while, and then they flowered. <laughs> And the truth is, those are at least three years old. And the world of that, from what I hear, has progressed a lot. Like, I don't even know the names. Dark Al or Masco or the guys that specialize in the... They got some real good stuff. Festo, Mephesto. Mephesto. Like, big, you know, they got it down to where it's four or five feet and stuff. These, the first year when I planted them in cups, they only got, like, less than a foot tall cups and then transplanted them this year directly in the bed they got about a couple of them were made at least two foot two and a half feet tall but we'll, we'll see every, yeah. my issue was like the mildew not even like rainy season weather came and just destroyed like 80 percent of them so that was a telltale they couldn't really uh make in my particular microclimate I had going at that time. But hey, I, I'd try them again if they are free seeds. <laughs> hey, guess what? Um, has something I, different. I, so some uh, might better in damp or more humid environments. Some might have more open flower structures. Some might be more indica-like don't you think, with all the crosses they made. Anyway, uh, go ahead. But I'll put it to you this way. Mr. Loud First off, was already on this list for his two tickets for the tonight, last night, and tomorrow. And then, like three days before the show, he, he texted me that a really good friend is wants to take his 15-year-old son for his birthday. And there's any way we could, and yeah, and his response to that was, oh, hey, I'm going to get you out. I'm sending you this, that, oh, blah, blah, blah. and I said, yeah, I'm almost out of those autos. Send me more of those. <laughs> so basically, there's always a trade back and shit. <laughs> hey, Eagle, do you uh, do any outdoor up there by you? No, I've never really fucked with uh, outdoor other than throwing a plant outdoors to kind of fucking uh, bring her back around. Up here for me, even though I do have seedlings out right now, which are about a foot tall, I'm starting to already wonder, as like I was talking about earlier, man, my neighbor's fucking vegetable garden, man. That fucker's practically got a fucking uh, hoop house of chicken wire over just around his strawberries. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I know for a fact cannabis is one of them ones that you wildlife do like. So I'm starting to wonder, fuck. You know, but I mean I they the do weather, find their homes up there. Pardon me? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, do you think the weather though is sustainable up there to do it? Because I, I'm in the same weather pattern as you. You know, I have the same kind of weather you get up there. So I don't know. I had one outdoors last year that I just threw out there just to see. And 
I was I was wheeling that thing in the garage every night, you know. <laughs> Good okay, flower. So. I like the indicas up here for you. That's really what I always used to tell my outdoor guys that wanted something. Stick to the indica side. You should be all right. Anything, you know, hybrid, you usually want to maybe start think about light depth or you're in a greenhouse, you know, up here in northern Michigan. So well, yeah. isn't it advice. that you ultimately have a short cycle? And there are things that are whatever under 50 days. Yeah, I would, right? I would look for something that would fit the weather here if I was going to do outdoors. I don't have space, the proper space to do it, really. I got kids next door now on both sides of me, and yeah. Shit, there was uh, somebody, and I can't think. I want to say it was Kazoo or possibly Dankovich uh, that was talking about actually putting them on a trailer or fucking carts and just like pushing them into the shed as far as like light depth or worrying about the weather at night. I'm like, that's pretty fucking smart right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Farmers have been known to put whole flatbeds and just back them in and out of the barn so they're attracted to the when they hear the helicopter come, back them in the barn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got my kids a radio flyer when my my daughter was born right i i bought one of the ones that's got the blow-up tires yeah, yeah. My poor looking fucking thing you know it was like 290 bucks like you know 10 12 years ago and i remember my ex going you're nuts and i'm like oh, i'm gonna use this something for something one day and there you go there's be two plants in that motherfucker no problem yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say, I have limited use of outdoor space, but um, because if I put seedlings out, say, on June 1 or May 15, you know, if I'm taking a gamble, so to speak, uh, I can end up getting some really nice veg plants outside, and there aren't a lot of um, uh, pest pressure or anything like that. Um, I've never had anything come into my garden other than maybe like we've got some cats now who like to nuzzle plants, so they might do that. But all I'm saying is that it's always been a big relief to watch them kind of grow out, you know, airy space, you know, and their DPD and all that stuff is amazing because you go out there at three in the morning when it is kind of dusky out, but it's still kind of like blue light out and they've got their hands praying, you know, it's like your are yeah. grow room. Really dialed in. They're dialed in 24-7 practically. They see invisible light. So that's I like that part of the process of being able to go right out there and have them there. So I know if I um, could live in a place where there was flower or I think probably depping would be the thing to do it. But anyway, I'm getting all excited just saying I enjoy benching outside. <laughs> Don't pull your wall at one time, man. Relax. Yeah. Get some time. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they could see it with the flashlight, but this is the second year that I've grown the same super lemon haze. And this year, the first pistols are magenta, but they weren't that way last year. Super silver haze, no. No, super lemon haze. Super lemon haze. Super lemon haze? Yeah. Yeah, from James Loud too, but 
it, it works. It's open structure most of the time and then gets real fat at the end when the marine layer usually gives me bud rot. So I kept the clone and doing the whole thing. Last year, I only did a couple plants. I was trying things out and that was the winner. Yeah, that's what I want to try from the uh, SNF when I was playing for my professor feed was uh, Super Silver Lemon. Super Lemon Haze is a classic. Um, I'll tell you, I've grown it three different times. Each time the expression of the plant was a little different though, from the very first time, which was around the time it was released, 2008. Or, um, yeah, 2008 or something like that. Anyway, all I'm saying is it's funny how if you try a plant sometimes over the years, there's there can be some shift of uh, what type of uh, flower you get off of it, at least from my experience with that one. Buddha, how hot does it get where you live? And uh, was it from the same seed pack? What's that? No, it's been just buying them, like you know, from uh, greenhouse seeds is who I, I grew up from because uh, I, I still like this stuff, but the last time it wasn't the same structure at all. And just maybe it seemed like I have a good experience with it. <laughs> I always say I always say that in a humble way because it's like this. If I'd grown it to its maximum genetic potential, um, it's a glorious, uh, uh, you know, the lemon haze. It has an uplifting feel, but also has kind of a just a nice taste to it, fullness to it. Good morning, Tal. Great morning, rather. How are you doing today? Yeah, great morning to all you boys. How's everybody doing? I'm uh... morning, Tal. Morning. It's all good here. Been doing a little too much. I got to make it to the post office, buddy. I uh, I was I got to pack. I want to pack in more than just Amy for you. I wanted to get a couple other things in there. I didn't get yours out yet. No, don't don't worry. Don't. I, yeah, it'll always I, be a surprise. I don't get paid enough to worry, but uh, when I yeah, say I do something, I like to be pretty, um, you know, on time. Usually, kind of. I definitely get it done. <laughs> No matter what, but well, let me get this right. Most people are running Amy inside, right? Uh, well, there's no, there's people no. running it outside too. Yeah, I, I some things I'm expecting to do outside, but your stuff I was expecting to do inside, so we're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, all right, good, no worries. How I have but what I want to know, you starting your day with a cookie, is that how you do it? Oh, I rarely start the day with a cookie, but Sundays only, right? Yeah. <laughs> how many seeds have you given away, Tao? I've been wondering that. Uh, you guys I, how many seeds have been given out by whom and everything? I was thinking Tao must have given away about, you know, a couple hundred anyway. <laughs> I must have given away thousands because oh, the first easy. The first batch I made that I sent out as like testers, I sent a shit ton of those out, and that was just handwritten on the cards. Some and then I had a stamp at one point, and uh, the very first testers I put out, uh, the the Amy Aces, I was like, no one's gonna try this shit. No one even knows what the fuck it is, you know. So when I sent out, well, how the about testers, this? You keep track of your shipping expenses on this deal over the period of time. I have no. no. That's what I yeah, was no. gonna Seeds. say when Buddha asked. 
there. I'm sorry to mean cut you off. Proud of what you give away, but man, you don't want to think about what you give away because like you're talking about, you start thinking about how much, yeah, it should be and shit, how much you give away. You don't like to think about that aspect of it. Yeah, but you know why? Because it's like, you know, 15 bucks and shipping here, 20 bucks and shipping that week, you know, whatever, 100 bucks one week, whatever, but I'm sure it all adds up. But like, yeah, that first batch I sent out. I was like, no one's going to try Amy Aces. Like, I didn't even call it Amy Aces. I called it Lips Like Sugar I put on the tag. Because, like, <laughs> I knew people would know God Bud by Cheesecake. They'll be like, yeah, I'll try that. And then the old God was just OG Kush by God Bud by Cheesecake. I'm like, people will probably go for that one. I'm like, proprietary by Cheesecake. No one's going to start that shit. So i like, I'm going to label it uh, Lips Like Sugar. Maybe more people will be apt to try it. But, you know, only after I uh, called it Amy Aces and started really pushing it out there and people were trying it, then people were like, hey, does this look like sugar, same as Amy Aces? I'm like, yeah, it is. So that was cool, though. But, yeah, that was a long-ass time now ago. I forget when I could look that up, actually, when I, uh, I sent the one to Seriously, John, I bet you've given, like, I mean, thousands of seats, for sure, yeah. right? I mean, really yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. Everything you know, I've heard about any of your strains or cultivars, whatever, has been favorable. And what I've grown of yours has been solid as can be. And, and really, some of the troopiest shit I ever had that blueberry cheesecake because it's a different smell for me. It's like this, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm just saying, uh, uh, you've got your, 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 your uh, game going on. Hey, what I've what I've liked in this experience is for I've grown a long time, and most of the time I get seeds from people in California. But at the moment, I have like seeds. Well, uh, you're New York. That's like that's big to me. New York genetics, and then Smiley. He's what? He's not Michigan. He's more Indiana or close to Michigan. And I think I have a few from people. Oh, from uh, Oklahoma. And so then it's like, yeah, you have stuff represented. Uh, Colorado. Yeah. I, I don't like stuff from the Northwest. Maybe it's changed, but over my life, they always had a different pool genetics and it wasn't my flavor. I'm likely to run the Bruce Banner cross and the... Um... Godiva cross of the ones that I have of yours now. I have them on the chart because it's like this. I, you know, you can't do everything at the same time, but when I do those, I'll do a couple of each so I get a taste of them. Anyway, that's that sounds good to me. What do you think about that, Dow? Oh, uh, yeah. I, um, uh, well, so yeah, when I first made them seeds and I grew them out, I thought Godiva was going to be the queen of the queens. Because it was God, the one God bud by cheesecake. I mean, yeah, God bud by cheesecake. If I grew out, was really good. I really loved it. But then when I grew out Amy Aces, and then other people growing out Amy Aces, I was, she became the winner so far. But I know there's killer shit in Ophelia and in Godiva and that blueberry by cheesecake. I love that shit. That shit is, uh, yeah, it just tastes so good. And it is potent too. That's like nice. people say that fruity weed can't be potent. That's bullshit, man. 
him to make some chicken wings. Party on. What was that, Eagle? <laughs> He's going to make some chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. Chicken wings. And then come eat them on screen, just like Chris. Come on, bring it. Pull Chrissy, man. Oh, I'm not going to eat them on screen. I'm not going to eat them on screen. Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob. Blueberry diesel. I just think it's amazing the, the skill of the, you know, breeders who I would say honestly, you know, they're, they're committed, but they're at the beginning of their game, so to speak, and they're doing things at a pretty high level, i.e., um, Harley, i.e., Dow, i.e., any number of, uh, I, I've grown other other things by other people in the community that were just top notch. So I'm just saying, but there was a time when I might have veered away from going with kind of a hobbyist over like a name brand, but now I pretty much say, depending on the classes and who's working with them, um, you stand a good chance of getting something relatively solid, and that's nice to see. Gained, the community has gained trust that way because it's like this. Um, you might wait forever to experience the perfect thing, but you may be given the perfect thing. You never know. I think that's why we're always searching for seeds, right? Always popping on seeds is for that search for that purple thing. I mean, that perfect thing. And we may never yeah. get it. Yeah. And sometimes somebody does have something that's memorable, right? You just catalog it in your memory. You look for those sensory details. Know, the stickiness, the this and that, you know, and you kind of just embrace it. But it's like this. I think it's one thing is we don't get there on our own. Nobody like invented all these cultivars, you know, the, the periodic table of flavors and highs and uh, the geography and the terroir and all that and the bedrooms, different bedrooms under different lighting systems. I'm just saying everything's different. But uh, cannabis comes from the heart, right? So Eagle has contributed to this community by uh, sharing some peace and love, you know, giving everybody a place to tell their story. Each of us up here has told our story a time or two, you know? Pretty cool. Stoney's played music. You know, sharing music is... Uh, ensemble of uh, cannabis warriors and uh, musicians anachronic so anyway I'm just saying it's all cool what about green fingers what's going on brother what, what the fuck I'm trying I got allergies and we're in a wind storm dust storm right now and it's fucking me up can't stop coughing or sneezing. No shit. Yeah, but sneezing feels hot. The allergies. It's all nice and cold out here right now. Is the it? Wind, the wind won't stop though. Yeah. That's the fucking problem. It's a stop yeah. wind dust. Well, we got your fucking heat, dude. But uh, <laughs> we got the humidity on top of it because it started out today. It was like only seventy-five out by me. With about ninety percent humidity, I mean, you could actually see the. It wasn't raining, it wasn't drizzling, but it was mist. Mm. You know, it was just liquid in the air, and I was just sweating, man. 
70 it was 73 actually and i was sweating just standing there sweating it felt like it was 90 you know because that humidity makes it feel like it's 10 15 degrees hotter and now and then it got about 90 later on in the day the sun came out then and it was like oh my god it was brutal that's that's what i mean it's cool it's 90 degrees that's that's cool it was 100 for you yeah you're in 120 the last couple days yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm doing with pools like almost 100 right now but it's that dry heat stuff (laughs) yeah it feels good when you get wet i just wet my whole body feels really good water myself when i water the greenhouse and yeah, then, but that's what you just pointed out. The humidity was what was killing you, and the dry heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. still, that dry heat will kill you too, man. Because you, well, just, yeah, it's just hot, hot. bad. I, that's just the saying the fuckers up here say to try to get you to move out there. Well, the one thing I noticed is, is like, especially because I I live with where it's just land. And when it's hot, when I get in in town where there's asphalt and parking lots and all that, then you start feel this radiant heat. Yeah, like it's like ninety, hundred degrees, and uh, yeah, that's like real apparent when you're the island heat effect. I think they call that. Yeah. It sucks with humidity because even like in the shade, let's say, there's like still no relief. Like it still doesn't matter. It doesn't feel cooler, really. It's just the sun's off you. You're not burning. That's one part that's not so bad with the dry heat. You can get in the shade. Like when I'm in Vegas and shit, you get in the shade, it's, you can feel it's cooler, especially if you get a little breeze. But it's still it's fucking dude it gets hot out there it's hot 110 degrees is fucking hot man i don't give a shit humidity no humidity the soles on my feet are like the soles of somebody else's shoes like i could stand out there in 110 degrees and walk on the at 130 or 40 and i can walk mostly and i don't notice that shit at all so the, i can't notice nothing if i stand my foot it doesn't even move yeah. I had my shoot, my soles and my shoes melt when I was in Vegas, standing there waiting for the light to change. Yeah. So I could walk across the street, you know. And I started like sliding a little bit because I was like, you know, they have that incline for wheelchairs. And I'm like standing on that thing, and I start sliding like I'm on ice. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I'm moving, and I look down, and I see the soles are like just fucking just. And I'm like trying to walk in them, and they're all fucking just nasty. And I'm like, holy fuck, I had to throw them away and buy shoes. Yeah. I went to the oh. tram once and did the same thing. I froze my shoes, all the foam fucking just started crumbling in under my feet. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, how, what am I wearing? And I'm like, found some tape up there and fucking, they let me use it and fucking take the shoes up. But like, yeah, up in the snow, yeah. like my shoes crumbled. Really it just crumbled. crumbled apart. That's crazy. Actually, um, uh, SoCal showed showed me uh, we were in a private chat and shit, and he was <laughs> he was mapping out some stuff, some rides or something. He's like, "Oh, this is where I went for the Green Fingers," and he pulled up like an overview of your subdivision there, and it's like 
dude, you were like right on the edge of that salt and sea thing, man, where it's like it just stops and then it's just fast nothingness after that. You're like on the edge of the world there, dude. It's yeah. freaky as shit. Yeah, I find little pieces of crosses all over my fucking hat, like all over the front yard everywhere. Like little pieces of like what would be a, a whole cross. Like if you find the rest of it, which I can find the rest, but there's thousands of pieces of them. The whole and, fucking arms and shit. Look at that. That's a whole fucking arm of a cross that I found out there. See, now there's that this, I, there's now this weird dark live, energy dude. there. Yeah. Because now that I see where you live, you're going to find something really fucking weird out there. I know you are. All these are just like edges of crosses, like the tips of a cross. Like another, like, you just need the whole arm coming down. And, but I found, like, all of the pieces out there, thousands of them. I call it salt and sea for a reason. Like, there were three giant crosses in the front of my house. Like, I, just, like, I just hope you don't dig up the Antichrist, dude. <laughs> you no, do. Put them back right away. Have you heard the whole Egypt is fucking Arizona, the Grand Canyon thing? Like, they're just starting to, all the real scientists are starting to say that like, maybe it really is, because like all the things they keep finding. Like, you know, like, that in the middle of the desert, fucking Vegas and shit. No shit. Crazy conspiracy shit. Conspiracy is always trying to So is the Luxor a real pyramid then? That's what I always think. Like they put that up for a reason, like because they knew something that like nobody else did. But all the monuments in there. I find it. I'm not buying that conspiracy. <laughs> they, they just put that <laughs> shit up as a theme. Conspiracies turn out to be truth 90% of the time. Literally. 90% of the time. Uh, yeah, go the other way. Turn out to be true. So, like, that's the crazy part about it. Egyptian artifacts in the Grand Canyon cave somewhere. Uh, the report, after they reported the Smithsonian, that was never mentioned again, and there's tons of places you're not allowed to go visit it in Grand Canyon for some reason, right? Motherfucker, I just seen a spider that was as big as a, you know, the a ratchet <laughs> strap, a hanging, the, 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 the fucking, not just the, the ratchet part, but the fucking hook that with it, both of them, the length of that both of them together, long, wide. <laughs> this motherfucker is as big and round as my hand. Fuck this thing, man. I'm about ready to burn this bitch. Fuck that. He figures out you. He's getting excited. Look at him. He's smiling. He's all excited. Fucking spider as big as your hand. Better feed him. Give him a chicken wing. Yeah, yeah. try to feed him. Try to feed him like I feed this one. Try to feed him. I feed them a fly every day. Like I fed them ten flies already today, and they went up to me, but, and I just walk over there. I'll try it right now. On, on oh, we might get flagged or some shit. For believe in being practiced. So when I say take advantage of having the advantage over that spider that can really fuck up your arm. Some type of like uh, chemical reaction inside of you that's gonna like freak you out. You don't want that. You don't need that. You just gotta take the upper hand with that fucker. I know that Eagle knows this too. It's like I'm encouraging him. Okay, I vacuum that bitch up. I'm already <laughs> bust up a bottle of vacuum. 
Vacuum it up. That's a good idea. No problem. Wait. Summer gravel and glass, bitch. <laughs> Eliminate the negatives. Accentuate the positives. You could top dress your <laughs> top dress. I mean, you could just put that as accessories: broken glass and a dead spider on top of your soil. For I have no plants. They're all dead. <laughs> I find pieces of glass in my fucking planters. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are there shards of glass and shit? Russ, were they all eight months old? Were they like? Just like your last one, they're that all of a seedling. Yeah, yeah those are all the one. I have one outside. That's it. Hurry right on. Just a little one. I shut this. I shut now. I'm shutting the lights off for the summertime. Too hot. But here in about two weeks, I'll start to seed. So I got a twenty-one going in the ground. One thing I like about modern cultivars, some that have a little bit of stretch, is that uh, bud-to-leaf ratio, because I've got seven inside. I took the smaller ones that required the labor, but then I left this cool group in there, and it's like this. I know that I could probably have them stripped down and, like, you know, like hand trim in about maybe a couple hours anyway, which isn't much, because then I, I, I put them into a paper bag. I'm not, like, getting very fancy about it and do the dry thing until it gets to where I like it, and then I deal with it and make it nicer. But it's like yeah. this. Since there's nobody really appreciating it but me, I do indulge in what they call the hippie trim so far. That's worked for me for a while because it's like this. I used to, you know, give the manicure, like, high times manicure, and it's like this. Nobody really cared. I did <laughs> that was it. Anyway, so anyway, that's just the way it is. That's the first time I've ever ever done that. I've ever taken all the leaves I wanted taken off while the plant was still on the uh, standing up. And most of the time, I'd leave too many leaves on that can go. Um, they don't have any trichomes on them, and they're ones that are just totally going to fade. Ready, and they just they, they're ones that give it the chlorophyll. I'll give it the smell if it's even if they're dried right, right? They'll give it that that smell. So yeah, I'll take those right there when they get to 10 days and I'll strip them all right into the turkey bags. I won't be nice yep. with them. I won't be nice. I'll just buck, buck them with my hand. <laughs> when they break, when they go to breaking, you know, they go and they go. Yeah. I read somewhere that that like the crack of the stem is about 15% moisture. I'm not sure if that's a rule of thumb or not, you know, so you can take it down a little bit from there. But yeah. I always like just about then. Otherwise, I feel like I might be losing terpenes, you know, or anything that's like volatile from that plant I want to keep. And, you well, know, go ahead, guys. What's, what's the optimum moisture? Like what is, like you said 15, is that... What like average bud that we consider cured right is about that. I think the stem rating is like seven to ten or something like that. People like something like that. And why is Bovida have sixty-two percent fucking packs? Because the stem, the stem that I'm saying that's what the stem is. Well, I've never heard of. I've heard some lab reports give like a moisture content. Yeah. I didn't 
ever see it where it said stem. It, and I thought it was more in like the 20 Eagle, what was that? Hold on. I thought it was like 9%. Maybe something like yeah, that. I I did, I, I, that was that fucking spider toe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at that bitch. Oh. It's, it's I don't right know, man, but that's my thought, maybe. Oh, I see. It looks big. Fuck, I thought that looked like a rat trap or a mice trap. He got him. Oh, that's, that's a, a fucking damn fucking spider and shit that I just see. Hold on. Right there. Look at that bitch. Close oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Fucking right? green fingers left, that thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> like that. That's not yeah. spider. <laughs> That's not a spider. This is a spider. This is a spider. I'm not playing knifey spoony with you, fucker, on spiders. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that spider would bite you in the ass at all. Don't go to the Caribbean then, Eagle, because you might get injured deep down there and look up maybe one like six inches wide above your head and lay in there. Those look like scary, but they're not even fucking dangerous either. A lot of I gotta say, I, I don't really like spiders, anyways, man. I don't do it, but... I no, spiders don't hurt you. Beautiful creature. Yeah. You see my lip towel? Fucking from a spider bite? Oh, uh, I heard something. Was it a dog spider? Scary stories about spider bites. All right, I take it back. Spiders around me don't hurt me. <laughs> I used to fucking kill those things. And then one time I was in Vegas and I was at the MGM and they just changed the entrance because it was like a big lion's head with the mouth open. You'd walk through the mouth and they lost all their fucking Japanese customers because it's bad luck to walk through the mouth. So I was sitting there talking to, to a guy who was Japanese and we were hanging out with this bullshit. And I asked him about that, you know. He's like, yeah, we have a lot of superstitions like that. He's like, killing spiders, for instance. That's like fucking really bad luck. Like, he goes, they are so necessary for the planet. He goes, you catch one. He's like, you got to let it go. Just kill it. And I'm like, dude, like, I fucking crush them motherfuckers, man. They're everywhere out here, you know? Like, and I'm like, fuck, maybe I should try that because my luck is shit. <laughs> Things have changed somewhat, you know. I think if they look like a brown goose, smash it, and then anything else could maybe relocate it. Those things are so poisonous. Yeah, you see, I don't want to fuck with that. I just leave it alone. I just kill the ones that look like a brown recluse because I have dogs, you know, and I'm like, fuck those. Black oh, yeah. and all the other ones, I leave, I leave all the black widows, all the black <laughs> The tarantulas. Yes. Yeah, so like they run away when you see a tarantula in the wild. They fucking turn around and they fucking either run straight for you or they, like, and they keep going. Like, they don't even stop. Kind of you can run and keep, like little like, keep them like, past you. Like, the, they're not afraid of nothing. The big tarantula. Now they scared me. I killed the one tarantula that was like in my bedroom on the side of my reservoir, and I felt bad because like it wasn't like another spider. It was pretty big. I felt like I was killing a life, but I did it anyway. And then the next night, the path there was one walking, 
and it freaked me out because I thought, oh, fuck, because I killed it. I smashed it, and then I used cardboard and put it in this box and put it in the trash, and I thought, well, maybe I didn't fucking kill this thing. It's fucking out again. <laughs> but I killed that one, and then when I went and looked, the, the other one was dead, too. Yes, and I felt means. worse because I thought the other one was probably looking for its mate or something. I killed oh, two. I had a tarantula. You say that, buddy. I just kicked that fucking vacuum hole just because you said that. One last fucking get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, trust me. I'm just making green fingers feel a little better there. Like it's thousands of them on the way to Arizona when, like, at the season, peak season of whatever, like, there's fucking thousands of them crossing the road. So, like, oh, yeah. There's thousands of them, and like people just run them over and shit. And they look scary, like arachnophobia shit. Like, like you're being attacked by spiders. It's like crazy. Yeah. If I had a I had a tarantula scare out here once. Not that we have tarantulas, but I was living in a condo, and they were redoing the uh, hallways and shit. And we all had these like rubber door things stopped on the bottom. And they had pulled them off, so I had like a fucking three inch gap, like I could see into the hallway, you know. And uh, I came home shit faced, and I sat down for a minute, and I noticed something fucking flopping around at the corner of my eye, and I look and I see this brown thing, and it, like scoots around the corner and goes into my bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And in my mind, I was thinking, fuck, I bet you someone had a tarantula. Fucker got away and he got to my place. I'm like, fuck that shit. So I grabbed, a, I grabbed a sweatshirt that was laying there and a gym shoe. Two things that were just laying there. I see the thing. I throw this fucking sweatshirt on top and I beat the fuck out of it with the shoe. And as I'm beating it, this thing starts screaming like a kid, man. I, I mean, it was letting out this high pitched scream and I was freaking the fuck out. And then I Finally, after it stopped moving around and screaming, I fucking lifted it up, and it was a bat. No. Oh. <laughs> fucking bat. Yeah, which we got shit tons of those fucking things. <laughs> yeah, because you can around the corner. Yeah, that was a tarantula, man. <laughs> yeah, tarantulas fucking are so crafty when they walk and shit. Like, you can fucking, like, or you can't stop watching. Then they, like, get their all highlighted, and they, like, lift them all, like, one at a time only. Straight at you. Like, that's creepy. And they, like, lift up, almost go all the way back and show their teeth, and their fangs are fucking huge. They're, like, oh, fuck that, dude. Through, like, they- oh, man. Let's talk about oh. some bad stories. I had to fucking do an attic uh, <laughs> insulation yeah. job with spray foam. I didn't know these fuckers are up in there, right? So I started spray foaming this little crack. And next thing you know, all these little things start poking through the fucking foam and it starts moving. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I had no idea oh. until one popped the face out. It was bats. We're trying to get out of that crack that was filled with foam, man. That's fucking, I bet you that was trippy, dude. That's right. I wish I was on acid anyway. Oh, no way, dude. <laughs> It would have been a bad fucking incident. <laughs> it was freaky for sure. It started moving. It was like even yeah, you know it how it expands anyway. Really like moving. moving beyond, you know, it was like giving birth. It's like what the fuck is happening? And all these bats started falling with all this shit on them, and you felt bad because they're trying to fly and shit. You're like fuck. <laughs> then you then you have to collect these fucking bats full of foam. <laughs> Damn. 
I admit it, bats kind of trip me out, but I'll tell you something else. I'll admit this, and everybody else, like, at my expense, they can have a little laugh. I still like bat guano. If I could source the good thing of uh, high phosphorus bat guano right now, I'd be a lot happier than running out and having to go to the shithead store who made charge me, like, 25 bucks for, like, a couple pounds. But um, I'm not complaining that way, honestly. Um, if you ever realize that, at least where I'm from, there were some long-term vendors, and when the, that when that vendor turned hands came to hands, uh, the supply and demand thing of getting the uh, amendments was harder. So you had to go to like the uh, feed store or whatever we're talking about for like the organic amendments. Now I'll probably have to go to Amazon and order organic amendments. That just seems kind of weird, right? We had to clean well, this other cottage before with a bunch of uh, shutters that were uh, down for the season. We moved the shutter and a whole bunch of guano fell down. My boy collected it up. It was like a half garbage bag full. He used it. I thought yeah. it was good. It's not okay. you know, it's not environmentally devastating or anything like that. No, absolutely not. And we know that the area is clean. It's just really insects ground up through the digestive system of a bat. You know, it's probably. I probably I have guess to... Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's probably not full of pathogens or anything to worry about. I know people worried about the dust or pathogens in the bag stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not too. Well, I've used Bud Swell in the gallon forever back when it smelled so gnarly like you couldn't even stock it in the store the whole store would smell like booty juice we used to call it booty juice and we really use it when we cut off the food maybe last three weeks and yep things get crusty i don't really use it that much anymore because it's like 40 bucks a gallon or 35 and they've reformulated it where it doesn't stink, which that means they pulled the sulfur out, basically, which that's one of the things that was good about the Budswell, that brand. But, yeah, that shit used to put down crust, period. Like, crusty. Like, there was noticeable difference. That's why I used gallon after gallon, five-gallon jugs of that shit for 30 years. I used to use it all the time too, but the price has gone up, man. It's not yeah. affordable anymore. But the shit works, dude. It's old school yeah. stuff, but it fucking works. Well, I'm glad that somebody agreed. I mean, since I came on here, Guano kind of has like a political, it's the mining, all that. I, yeah, I, I guess all that's important and stuff, but I just know I used that shit and it worked and. liked it as a quality input right i'm sorry i learned from like maybe 80s 80s tech 90s tech you know those are the people who i might have learned from so when it comes down to you know they always have like uh, down-to-earth amendments like back in the early 90s they had that stuff you know they had the not that i would recommend it they had earth juice remember earth juice you know, people were thinking about having organic type of things. Um, I just kind of found a little recipe that once I got off of it, I went from kind of like a 
fox farm regime because I that was convenient. I, I had good results with it, really nice results. So when people say fox farm sucks, I think, well, I, it was pretty good when I started. I didn't really have any problem with it. But the thing that was harder is kind of like teach yourself organics, you know, by like watching a few people on the web, you know, when it first started, you know, and things like that. And then being a stubborn person to boot. So when you make a mistake, it's just like, chemicals if you put in too much nitrogen you're going to get a burn or a lockout or whatever so you really have to like not get conceited and think you know what you're doing i had to get back to measuring things by you know the scoop by the half scoop by the you know, or half cup whatever you know and uh i still think that my uh, ratios are a little off but i don't feel like looking it up on the internet to find out what needs to be changed right yeah i think organic wise we're going down a, a, a pathway that Totally unnecessary you know we're dealing with copper and all these minute you know like copper's like what eight parts per million they recommend like why why we rep you know we're, we're getting so picky now you know that uh, I try to keep well i mean isn't the agriculture products like human convenience i mean that's why like oh yeah they're someone a company's taking the time to make a formulation that's balanced where you don't have to and you don't have to source each individual thing which most of these things you need a minute amount but to get a price you're gonna buy enough for your lifetime right so i i you have no i mean there is an extra cannabis tax that's been part of the industry for reasons i mean they used to go to jail for having a hydro store right uh but yeah, it's convenience to me. Like, I don't want to fucking have to deal with all that shit. And there's plenty of products that are fine and dandy. Yeah. Seek help is another one. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, man, I agree with the major a little bit, man. I hate to say it, but not that I, the fact that I'm agreeing with the major, but I hate to say it that uh, on the organics part of it, I appreciate organics and shit, but I really believe it's getting to the point where we're kind of splitting hairs. A, it's going to kind of all put new growers into thinking, man, this shit's way too technical for me to fucking grow for myself. B, by the science, we kind of knew the science of things long, long ago. It's fucking biology. You know what I mean? What they're doing now is trying to push the plant in ways that it should be pushed, but yet organically. We figured that out a long time ago. Artificial nutrients and shit. If you want to push it that hard and shit, I think they're kind of necessarily almost over pushing or, you know what I mean, taking the organic thing a little too far. I used to like maxi crop. That was one of those things, you know, the, the seaweed concentrate. And if you listen to Coot, uh, he, he, he'll say that it's it's uh, somehow in the process, it's not so good, the maxi crop, but I sure did like it. And I like the idea of it. And I think those type of amendments, like uh, molasses, some other uh, dish fertilizer uh, that I was using even when I was using chemical, it's just like it was an easy transition because I like kind of make a soup. But I'll tell you one thing, probably the kelp meal is the superfood, you know, that's what, that's what uh, Coot would say that it's the the it has like 80 something minerals or something like that you've heard people say this before but it's like that's pretty amazing so i'm just saying if if you could get the ratio of that 
right in your mix probably do something good. Yeah, I want to know how they used to grow plants before they had bottled nutrients because I knew that they did it. Well, wait, did you ever see pictures from history of what plants looked like? Hell yeah, I did. I got I got tons of them. Okay, so they yeah, were very yeah. what? Right? They were they were um well back in that day, they didn't have the genetics we had either though. Yeah. Well, the genetics were created by those genetics. Well, I'm just saying, like, even in the early high times cup days, they have these pictures and they're like, what do you call <laughs> it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is, that weed same, was probably dank as fuck. Same genetics. Yeah. We just started. It looks like same right. genetics. We just started becoming more selective and way, way more selective and what we're, they were breeding with. But yeah, I agree with. This well, it came from the same genetics and not the same genetics, right? These, Plus, these are there's other countries that and... came in that I think at first we just had shit from India and hemp that they grew to make clothes and shit. But then, yeah, I think they found African strains after that. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know, though. What do I know? Not enough. Yeah, um, uh, organic amendments that are no nos for some different reason or another, you know, including sea kelp, including bat guano, including you know, all these other things that are harvested from nature itself. So it puts you in a quandary, you know, as far as like, hey, we all know there's no real uh high ground when it comes to it. Maybe the, the biggest high ground would be like some low impact synthetic that gave the plant everything it needed all the time. You know, of course, that would well, be like, you know, go ahead. This is actually when I worked for somebody <clears throat> before I had my own growth. But yeah, we were using general hydroponics. And this was before they had the liquid line and the floor line, all that. It was very, it was A, B, and C, three-part powder mix. <clears throat> but the, uh, we remember, I remember this, the NPK for veg at that time was standard, was 14 four four right and for decades like that was even other foods and as it developed <clears throat> that was kind of like the common ratio and like if you want a plant to stretch like holy crazy feed it 14 four four for three four weeks in veg it'll, it'll, it'll be like stretch food and then different like 10 7 16 oh Hey, that keeps it all short squat, you know, close internodal. Yeah, it took people trying this shit, developing what what was best for it. A lot of these different ratios weren't really made for cannabis. They were designed for other crops to perform for other crops. And then we incorporated it. We got there, brother. Is that that chocolate stuff you harvested? Was that me, Jeff? Talking about green fingers, he was showing oh, no, some it's, uh, Is that that chocolate train, stuff? It's the ghost train haze. Did you get that, that the chocolate stuff harvested yet? And the chocolate stuff, so one room's over there. Now, is that me. ghost train haze from rare dankness, or is it like a newer breeder know. that's still working? The, the guy that was doing the greenhouse gave me a three pack of it, so I don't know. It's just a ghost train haze three pack unmarked shit from overseas so it's probably not even ghost train haze one of them smelled like cat piss so i know it wasn't really 
The two of them came that, out. That was a super hot strain. Like it won a cup. At that point, it had the highest THC. You know, today that number's way higher. But at that yeah. point, like maybe 10 it years ago. Too. It's a hasher, right? It, yeah, it, it was hasher. rare. Scott from Rare Dankness, that was one, his signature. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was just working that genetic, but he's the one that got a lot of credit for it. I grew a couple packs of it over time, you know, and several of the crosses that he's made with it too. I think it's a example of a sativa polyhybrid kind of typical of the mid 20, 2015s, 2012s. He, he really knows his shit, you know, because it's like this. He has OG lines that are pretty incredible as well. So, uh, and then he has his, his, he has kind of, a lot of plants are related to each other too, you know. I grew their, uh, the Scotty OG, the Scotty OG. That was one of his OG lines back in that same time, and it was, it was fire. I grew Star Killer and some other ones, but Star Killer was very good. It was a uh, Skywalker by uh, Rare Dankness Number One, one of his males, you know. So I'm just saying, a lot of people have had good experiences with them. I think still pretty um unique company you know everybody's not running their gear exactly it's a chocolate turnover that one of them any chocolate back in, I in 2010 to 15 at maybe two or three different cups our booth was like next to rare dankness booth and Uh-oh. we got to cool. know them a little bit and uh yeah, they were fucking a cool group of people. We fucking awesome. that was way back. Yeah, what year was that, buddy? Well, I had Boost basically 2011 through 15 under a thing called Dab OTG. I could probably pull some of the shit out, but basically, pen with burners and and where there was already that out, we contracted with like hand-blown glass people and they blew like the cap that would go on top of the little burner with a wire in it and you put the dab on that and and yeah that that's and we imported a bunch of that shit from china i had a pretty good relationship with shizhen city or whatever like my what i realized is i saw this whole silicon revolution because I still have hundreds of these, these silicon containers, which cost us like 10 cents each. But at the cups, these things used to sell for like this size. You'd, you'd sell three for 10. It was like crazy, the money we could get for stupid shit from China. But I remember thinking, oh, they're going to use this to make everything. And over the years, since uh, I stopped doing business with China, holy shit, what is it made the same? And I, and. It's not part of Zizin City. It's a whole other little city that just fucking makes silicon crap. Okay. <laughs> and everything's been made out of that shit at this point. Yeah. Welcome, city. Mr. Gus Groves. Cheers. Cheers. What's up? Good morning. Gus. Hey, Gus. Good to see you, bro. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Gus is on the mailing list, too. I was trying to like 
scroll back. It's hard because I think the chat is still like current and you're trying to figure out what everything was all about. I just got to rewatch it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how's you guys' night going? Fantastic, man. Fan fucking fantastic. Cool. Oh, that for a, days, a giveaway, though. That was uh, <laughs> that Ghost Train Hayes. That was uh, something good, man. I remember uh, there was a lot of rare dankness coming out of Southwest Michigan, like around that, you know, around 2011, 13. Uh, I remember when that rare dankness, the rare dankness one came out. It was like super dark. You know, everybody was on that shit. But that Ghost Train Haze, that shit was awesome. I actually did they lost do it. A... Sorry. Get oh, you're good. I was going to say, said. didn't they do a Leroy? Something called a Leroy? Is that the same company? Yeah. That was another Leroy. one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I remember the Leroy. That was, that was Bomber Bob. That was like... It, it must have been like... Somali Ghost Train... That's the one that I did recently by them. That was, you know, their Somali was actually a, a uh, Malawi. Which mm. goes train was really kind of nice. Had that okay. kind of lemon type of uh, flavor dominance, kind of the, maybe the ghost train could have. Some kind of mm. a little bit limey. MOTG. Was that sunglasses? This is, no, this is like I, I dug out one of the old kits. So uh, then, yeah. I'll just show you, this is like this was. We were selling this right at the beginning. Like there wasn't rosin and all that shit. This was fucking the beginning, like 2011-12. We were like first company that had port dab on the go. That's what that stood for. And basically, it's a battery, like the same 510 batteries that still use today. And then this is the burner, which like basically, oh, this is one of the ones like after a couple years, we finally got them to make silicon uh, or no, quartz. There's quartz in this one instead of like a wire, right? And then it goes on. You can, fuck, I can make a dab hit. Why not? Let's make sure this battery's good. Glass domes. I've still got a bunch and then of those. These too, buddy. were like Holy this shit. is just a plain one. Wait, I dug out one that was a like fancy. We would have them in different kinds of glass, like the cap, which were we were having them handmade. And I could get things like this in China for like a five cents, but but they were China. Our thing was we were hiring like and back then, glass guys. We're starving for any kind of work like that. Those years were before the whole glass revolution. They were at a low. Um, but yeah. So where's this thing? Look, I still have hundreds of these things, boxes of them. Because one day I just decided to fucking sell the whole company to this thing. And it worked out. That's pretty cool, fucking Buddy Lee. I mean, Buddy Kilowatt. Because <laughs> actually, when I had all this going, like the reality was it took me away from 
from what I really love to do, like grow. Like yeah. I, at that point, I was like, oh, dude, it was a lot of work to fucking booze, con- fucking just all the business side. Not, and I never went to school and had no idea what I was doing and try to stay organized. I was a fucking mess. That's the truth. And once I got rid of it, I was like, wow, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> Some of it was the people that had worked for me a long time. They wanted like more work. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It was like, oh, we should do this. And they did. I, I didn't do shit. Like, I had people it. do it all. Yeah. You have but, a sense of business management, buddy, don't you think? I mean, I, I hear you talking about working flowers, live flowers, and things that are on the fringe, but, you know, are busy, uh, hands-on type of things, you know? You weren't just like... Uh, I can tell doing... you that I've been in, down in this area 23 years, and like all growers, I drive by and see beautiful greenhouses or different ag- operations, and I used to always be like, oh, man, that'd be so fucking cool. You could grow weed there or whatever and now in the last so many years i look at like a poinsettia nursery or an orchid nursery or whatever house plants or landscape plants and i watch how these guys just knock it out thicker thin I'm thinking yeah that that space yep we wouldn't make as much money as what they're doing <laughs> where i you know what uh-huh. i mean I'm serious. Yeah. They turn over like, a million dollars sometimes if they have landscaping too or contracts. If you landscaping yeah. contracts, um, they make like yeah. literally a million and a half a year off of a hospital contract of just doing the landscaping. I worked for a company yeah. like that before. It's like, and, I admired that. I, when you, you know? drive by a place pretty often, you see how fast all that shit turns over and fucking boom, 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 and the loads and the loads and the loads. Even if they're only getting whatever, a couple bucks each. Oh, no. <laughs> Whenever I'm walking around anywhere, I'm always like, man, that would be a good place for a marijuana patch. Or in buildings, I'll be like, man, that spot up there is perfect. No one even know about it. There's like, in some of these commercial places, there's like so much wasted room. It's unbelievable. In basements, in, in, in warehouses where they have super high ceilings, people are just wasting. They can make double light. You know, like I'd be like, I could make a fucking, you know, uh, another level up there. You grow weed up in that corner. No one would even know yeah. in a commercial place like that's doing legit Fuck shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it's about right there. Because you know what? That's so there's there's so many things that you could have up there that are hot so if they're doing one of their little thermal scopes in their yeah. helicopters they don't, it don't even fucking matter if you're in a warehouse dude they don't they don't fucking know what you're yeah. doing if there's a laundromat like you know the heat ain't gonna that's the other thing with them with them uh when they were running around with the uh they i don't know if they still do you know they go with the helicopters and look for the infrared people have a fucking anything can generate heat I think what they did is they found out someone was growing, then they fly over to the house and use that as an excuse to be able to raid the joint. I don't even, yeah. I don't, you know. They don't, used to do that shit. Well, well when I had to go too. through the I'll thing to get commercial power, I I told them that I, I was setting up kilns to do uh, ceramics. And yeah, kilns use more fucking power than growers well, do. There's an app and, on the phone. There's an app on the phone 
for the firefighters that shows where all their fires are on the what like this is natural fires and fire uh like zones that are fucking um you know basically hot you know they the guy showed me all this firefighter showed me all this shit he lost his house to the wildfire out there and had to move back here anyway he was showing me this app and he was like yeah there's a couple cannabis grows you know and then i was like wait a minute what'd you say uh, you know, because I'm like, that's me. You know, he, he's talking all this fire shit. And then all of a sudden he says cannabis. I'm like, OK, there's me. <laughs> like, what, well, what's, what's what you got there? <laughs> and he's like, I can tell you two quick. He's things. like, this is an app that shows you. He said that the thermal energy from cannabis is different than other plants. So they know, quote unquote, that's what he said. Now, I don't know if that's true. Because, yeah, that's out like in the field. He should be protecting snitches, you know, by saying yeah. that. Here, you know here's what I'm one thing I'm in my area. There's the Camp Pendleton, and there's this Camp Pendleton land that's out here in private, but it's their land, and they have Blackhawk training. So on a given time, they got Blackhawks flying around. Drones? A friend of mine that knows, no, Blackhawk helicopters, the real fucking death machine the billion dollar thing okay gotcha those things are outfitted like yeah they can see right through your fucking house right through fucking everything that's just right. normal shit. they got the goggles on this is why the thing cost a billion dollars but the understanding is none of the military never and they see everything because they fly around private lands but they never there's like a i guess the understanding they don't ever like turn that information over to the sheriffs like whatever even though all you'd have to do is have a blackhawk fly around and that fucker could pick up right. everything no, they, they rather have they rather have a fed dress up as a kid and pick on a kid with autism and, and, and special ed that's what they rather do who, who you know who doesn't have any fucking popular any way to talk some hey hey you you want to buy some you want to try some of this and years That's ago a partner of mine was learning to take lessons in a cessna at the local airport and then for years he would rent planes and one time he tells me yeah he met all these people they hang out at the little restaurant there people rent planes pay to be flown around to to scope pot plants and then set up right. robberies like they just right. go to the airport yeah rent a plane for six hours three hours they fly me around this area yeah take down whatever notes and set yeah. people trucks out their way and fucking have at it so. now that was back when it was so valuable people did shit like that i don't think people doing that much well anymore. america is full of cowboys man i mean you know you're gonna yeah. have shit happen like well that. wait a minute hard to say that because our friend here just fucking got robbed tonight or this week or something oh, yeah sorry. so yeah dude yeah. i'm sure there's still people out there and when the drones first started coming around where you could buy your own drones my buddy's like oh you shouldn't grow in the woods no more they're gonna be people you know they're gonna have drones searching like dude yeah. no one's searching in my area fucking illegal grows in the woods you know you know your area that's right yeah you know your area you gotta know your area. If if you don't, then don't fuck with it. 
you know? Yeah, when you guys were talking about all them strains, being in New York over here, I don't have access, I didn't have access to all the shit that you guys did over in Cali and fucking, but that was good for me because you, you guys are all growing the same junk. I was over here in my own little world, like fucking not paying attention. So like, yeah, that, uh, that proprietary plan, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's killer. And uh, I think that's good. But that at, I the, at the same time, like some of the classicest weed in history came out of New York City, right? Sour Diesel right. and Pips and uh, I think there's a few others. So there's always, they've had their... I'm an asshole. I should have made some time They still managed to do things there. Oh yeah, that one. The one dude, his old man was stupid rich, and he, uh, his old man owned buildings in New York. So one building the, the guy had, he, the kid had the whole basement, maybe even a couple floors under, on like underground, just full of weed. Yeah, that's that's, you know. Good for that's smart for you know, but at the same time, for you to know that now us know that. that well, no, that was now fuck. You know, since then though, <laughs> since then he went through. Yeah, but he was already out of the building. Yeah, he's done. He's done now. That's good. Yeah, but thirty years ago, we were looking at Hot Time magazines and looking at greenhouses in Canada and places, going, "Holy shit! How do I get a greenhouse like that?" You know what? Rooftop grows in Amsterdam. Remember those old pictures of just like one little plant on the rooftop of like some place in Amsterdam in the middle of fucking the spotlight. The guy's in like Rhode Island and he's talking about the salt too close on the land, too close to the to the water, and he got powdery mildew. And it was like that's like late 80s, high times, mid 80s, probably mid 80s. Dude, the pharmaceutical companies were growing weed in America, breeding it to acclimated to America. So, like that was like nineteen, those like eighteen nineties, nineteen like the eighteen nineties, and the, maybe even a little earlier than that. That makes like sense. The nineteen hundreds. I'm sure the government's been growing it ever since they banned it. Well, and I'm sure the big pharmaceutical that they're seeing the, the weed movement sweep across the world have are in deep invested in the research. You know, they that they're they're probably got fields and strains and scientists and I know that you are in Israel well, more than America. There's like probably a whole secret society. I mean, they got the skull and bones. If they have, if they have this 1890, if they've been working on this since 1890, that's like, and there's some dude that's really a horticultural guru and he's like finding how to do some shit with some shit. I want, you know, I wonder if they picked them up and were like, hey, you should go to this college. They have this, they have this secret cannabis grow going on and you could do good there. And then bam, you're a part of our skull and bones. Now you bring us that strain that you go make there and we're going to smoke the fuck out of it. Well, and ultimately in the years to come, some countries, a few are going to become like, it's going to be economic 
huge thing. Like Israel's trying to be part of that. They they definitely have claim to it because they've been forefront of, of spending money researching and all that. But their goal is to, you know, enrich their country. Like some, you know, like some countries are known for whatever crop, or pineapple or coffee. Some right. countries are going to end up controlling okay. cannabis or be a big player in cannabis, which will be hundreds of billions of dollars. Yeah. It'll give relief to the minerals that they're they're having to probably, I and, mean, or it might be, or it might cause more mining of minerals. I don't know. Who knows? Well, and that's where preserve, like the skull and bones type people come into play because when decisions like that are being made, that's yeah. the people at the table, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check out, um, I'm gonna go do an impact on the minerals and make a uh, compost tea with some choice uh, amendments that may or may not be politically correct. But it's like this: I'm doing my damn best, and I'm not poisoning myself exactly. You know. So anyway, peace out. Love you guys. Eagle Gardens, much respect. Dow, Dude, Yeah. For sure, good for sure. Good seeing you, Buddha. Here's Buddha. Buddha. Hey, brother. Have a good day. All right. Peace out. Thanks for sharing. See you, Buddha. You too, brother. Yep. Yo. There he goes. The voice of reason. Yo, I found this thing on the NIH. If you go to the NIH website, National Institute of Health, right? Okay. And there's a search. You know, like every website has a search engine. In the search for COVID-19, what is the truth? Hit enter and then click on the first result that comes up in the search and it'll blow your fucking mind. I can't believe, I don't know how they put that up there. Well, there's a ton of misinformation and there's a ton of information and we're just a bunch of fish swimming in a fishbowl of, of all of that. Yeah, but the NIH now... That's like, you know, uh, that's a real deal. And yeah. whoever wrote that paper, they didn't take it down. So, yeah, no, it's well, like I said, well, dude, all the other stuff, like news is a brand. It, news is a brand. It's not even fucking news. Right. I know it's, it's, it's a brand of mis it's a brand of how they are manipulating us, you know, and, yeah, and they but, take stats on it and we pay for it. Yeah, but the NIH, I thought they were in on it, but apparently they must have figured out on their own everything that I've been saying is written in that one little piece, and they didn't think it's on the NIH website. No, I believe, no, I'm saying that's the truth, man. You know, the truth is there. It's always going to be here. It's just hard to find through all the bullshit. Through my personal experience is... I've been going to a lot of shows all last year, this year, maybe about 40, 50 of them, 10 to 50,000 people. I was vaxxed, even have the fourth vax. But in my group, it's about 20 of us. We come from different places, but we congregate together, travel together, get Airbnb together, go to the shows together. I'm the lone survivor at this point. There was like three or four of us a week ago that still haven't had any COVID, but then, yeah, there was an event up at the Hogs Farm, the wavy gravy place, uh, string cheese over the weekend, and 
yeah, those people got tested positive, had to miss these shows tonight and tomorrow. But then, yeah, they're joking with me. Yeah, you're you're it. But now I live so like I other than doing those risky things and going to shows, I have like two or three people that come around. That's it. And so what do you mean? You I was that, about it or not even knowing it. Well, I don't know. That's what I think. I never Just, felt anything, but right. you know, deep, everyone else. Oh no, they knew it. Oh, they knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, you but feel none something. Of them, none of them died, right? Hell no. Most of them are vaxxed. We've all been vaxxed because to go to shows, that was yeah. part of the deal from the beginning. Sorry. Well, whatever. It it none of us have died. Right. You know. And we took a, a lot of people haven't done it. I I guess I started in October. From October till now, we've gone to like 50 big events where I can tell you Jazz Fest. A lot of people got COVID at Jazz Fest. Uh, certain events, a lot of people get, they don't publicize yeah. it, but, oh, you can read the aftermath on Facebook or talk to people in the scene, and, yep. Right, a lot of it's still out through. there. It's still out there. But my point is, I don't think it's killing anybody, except for if you were going to die anyway. That, that's probably true. We made a yeah. lot of mistakes. I don't know. Fuck this. Right, right. Who, how do we trust any of them and all the motivations, everything else? I mean, we're relying on the pharmaceutical industry that basically threw our world into an opiate uh, addiction over the last 20 years for profit. Exactly. And then we're just going to forget about that and say, yeah, we trust you. And all the billions let's, let's be paid for. Oh, and before they fucked us on the opiate thing, they fucked us on this. They fucked us on that. Yeah, dude, I have a long know. list of Pfizer uh, yeah. paying out for uh, lying, for killing people. But I'd have to say hey, this. I mean, instead, I lost my dad all the news this, dude. is so crazy that yeah, how do you believe anything? Okay, right. but there's a graph stat that basically shows hospitalization and death at a pretty gnarly pace that wasn't stomachable. And when the vaccines got in, introduced within weeks after that, it, it dropped down, dropped down, dropped down to the next level. Okay, so it had to have had some effect or they just manipulated all that bullshit for, for, for entertainment. They fudged the numbers all along. I don't know. Well, I would buy that too. Like what, like yeah. what, like you know, even though I'm like a Democrat, liberal, fucking California guy, I know we half the shit we're fed is bullshit too. They're all the two wings of the same bird. I don't, I don't trust any of them. It's all the same, dude. There's no these fucking guys. If you think that they're fighting against each other, you're wrong. They're playing golf on the weekends. Wives are out shopping, then they get together and barbecue at night with the kids. The, the only difference is the Dems want to take your money and do one thing with it, and the Republicans want to take your money and do something different with it, but they both want to fuck you over and take your money and fuck you over, both of them. So, well, yeah, here's my the thing, take. because what really concerns all of us is cannabis, right? And whatever you want to call the cannabis industry, and like the one that existed long before all this started, and the reality of what these lawmakers are going to do, whether it's this side, that side, whatever it plays out, whether it's this year, next year, a couple more years, 
there's not even going to be like we're they're just, we're so distracted. We're not going to even if it's obviously exactly what we don't want. We, we won't do. We'll just take it. They, they, there's nothing we're going to do. And what they're going to what they plan on doing is right in front of our face. And there's not even like, well, why are we planning a million? Because it is obvious what the corporate model is, what that's going to look like, what's really, you know, and if that's, I think most cannabis people, if they like were educated on that would, would, it would be like any of the other issues. But just like with some of these other issues, it doesn't matter. 80% of the country wants one thing and they're just going to do what they do. Who cares? Just think about this for a minute. They just shut down the entire world for almost a fucking year. The entire fucking world was shut down, guys. And the, and the, com the comedy part of that was, at least in a lot of parts of the United States, cannabis was what they call it, an essential... Like they said, it, it, yeah. Like, like they call it essential cannabis virus. If, they, if somehow they shut the fucking cannabis business down, there would have been fucking crisis for sure. Just <laughs> be more people growing it. That would have been crazy. Well, probably would have been good. It would have crushed their whole bullshit for a while. But yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm old. It's fucking doesn't matter to me. But, yeah, I I just, that's, I think about that shit and realize what they, what what's going to happen and how they plan on doing it and what's going to look like. And it's already happening. Like, California really is in this thing called an extinction event. Referring to the cannabis industry, right? Yeah, some of it. Like I mean, realistically, no, like there's, man. we talked about it earlier a few times, like supply and demand, supply and demand. But there's no regulation on this supply and demand. So until the people you pay all this fees for regulation and taxes do what they do for other industries to pay money to, which is to regulate supply and demand. If it's just open supply, well then you. It's, it's that. They say that there's like if Canada didn't produce another gram starting today, they have three to five years of weed on the shelf. Well, for sure. Like below mid fucking smoke. Smoking six month old weed off the shelf anyways right now. If you can well, there will always be people growing their own and all that, but they don't care about that. In the real numbers of it, we're not that. We're there's not that many. Most people are too caught up just trying to fucking get their kids to school and do their job and all that to even think about even growing a tomato plant, let alone a cannabis plant. I mean, that's reality. Well, that's why they rely on us, right? Those few people we service. Supply with yeah. the best. Those motherfuckers who don't care. Fuck up. 
I don't understand why the Canadian U.S. border is tighter than the U.S. Mexican border. Well, it seems like people like mailing things. I don't know if that's uh, what. What makes you, you say that? Well, just things I, I like. Even all right. I mean, I know there's people smuggling. I'm not talking about that. Like, yeah, if, no if we tried to just mail something small or the seeds up there. Half of that stuff gets friendly somehow smiles. They search through the mail, like a of cannabis. Or oh, mails shit to Belgium and to France and to Germany. And oh, it takes a week or two, but it always gets low there. population. Well, um, yeah, Canada seems uptight. Garlic socks. Customs seems more. Like a lot harder to get through in Canada than like you can't get up there with the DUI. What the hell? Right. Some countries just have some rules that don't make them match their history. You can't go to Australia if you have a felony. What the fuck? Founded on the fucking. Can't go to, you can't go to Canada, right? Not a ministry license. If you go to Canada and you got something on your record from your childhood that was blacked out in America, when you get to the Canadian border, your juvenile record's seen by them. So if you got an unpaid parking ticket, you got a DUI, and you ain't got all that stuff cleared, you can get into Canada, but you can't get out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, oh, you can't get they want to keep, keep the criminals. No wonder so many bikers are up there, huh? They keep that's crazy that they keep that's weird that they would not let them back into America, right? I don't know. You, you'll, you'll get back in, but you're gonna pay somebody. So, oh, okay, if okay. You background check. Pay Canada five hundred dollars. Well, ten years ago, it was five hundred dollars for a ministry license, and you had to renew it every year. So it's kind of like having a license in California if you want to have the big number. You want to go through the process because when I started in truck uh, hauling campers in two thousand seven, we had some guys going to Canada and couldn't get back in. And they were like, "Why?" They'd be like, "This guy, he's like, he said it was from when I was a juvenile." He said, I had it clicked up. He said, like, until I got them the documentation of this showing from that it was cleared, it was actually cleared. Their system picked it up, but doesn't actually show it's clear sometimes. Maybe they fixed it by now. Well, that's a fucked up agreement for some other country to have access to our citizen fucking his like our history here, even. That's really kind of a fucked up thing to let them have. Well, it automatic, it's automatically in your passport. You're going to another country. Oh, yeah. So oh, just... I just want to chime in on that real quick while you're saying that. You know, I just watched the thing as far as giving our information over to other people, other countries and shit about a subject that has been near and dear. Uh, Discord, A, TikTok, and um, Snapchat, 
all have partial, if not all, ownings by a Chinese company called Tencent, which Tencent is basically owned by every, uh, basically owned by the Chinese government or controlled by. All information that is obtained through any of those apps is turned over directly to their government. Every, every, in that, them apps, everywhere you hover over your phone, that, that information's taken, your location's taken, fucking your phone calls, messages, pictures, Awesome. Everything on your phone. Every time you open that app, it fucking sends all that. Any of those apps is sent over to said location. So just, oh, just still let here? you guys know. Damn, I said you guys documentaries or information on any. What is, so like what good it. is it? Like to try to sell us stuff. I mean, what can they do with it? Look at well, they're they're selling their information that they're stealing from you. us. They're, they're I mean, using I know it's our, wrong, but like, they're using like us. that much data is like, holy shit, what are you going to well, do? Well, their government is using us to figure out how to fucking do stuff um, to our country, apparently. That's that's what that says to me right there. Yeah, seems that's been going on a well, little. Most likely, the movie than that. we were pulling that shit off long before they started doing it to us. We were doing it way back in the 70s and shit. Misinformation and countries' elections and bullshit. Yeah, so like we're, our country's out innocent of like that. They, oh, on the up note, the they call that espionage or, or whatever they call it. Oh, we're all talking the same thing now. <laughs> Wants to go first. What number do you got? I got five. I was just going to say, on an up note, the U.S. is now the new Swiss tax haven for the world, for the rich. It's no longer Switzerland. It is now the United States. I don't think it's new, so I mean, we just didn't advertise it. Well, I think it's been here for a while, but now they're telling us, you know. Yeah. They're telling us lots of what, things. What people makes me want to park their money here? It or A to B truth, and then we're doomed. <laughs> we just told you every secret. We got to kill you all now. <laughs> well, I guess if you had money, we'd probably be the safest country to bank in. I don't think it's safe to bank anymore, in my opinion. It sucks that you have to. No, the reason did, did they're you, here is not a good reason. Did you watch that Bingus post that he put up that one time about the banks? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much I that's pretty much true. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, everything's run by the world central bank, right? We turned our affairs over to the uh, Fed, and they tell us now what to do with their money. They tell our government what they're going to do with the money. So our government no longer has control of the money, and then just like our government tells us what we're going to do, we used to tell them what we want, and then you guys go do it, and then now it's, no, you're going to do what we tell you, you know? So 
I remember when since I was we've been kid. back from COVID, at least seventy-five percent, especially the bigger venues like this weekend, Dodger Stadium. Parking? Nope. If you don't have credit debit cards, nope. Don't know what to tell you. Turn around, right? If merchandise, beer, anything, cashless, complete cashless. They don't take cash at any part of the 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 vet. The uh, they have machines that you can put money in, and then they spit out some temporary card for a fee. Yeah, but, how much uh, is the fee? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't look or whatever, but but warning, like, yeah, don't think having a few hundred bucks in your pocket, yeah, it's totally useless. <laughs> like, yep, they don't give a fuck. You can't buy nothing. They don't give a And I realized, yeah, just for the establishment to have to keep track of that money, consolidate that money, make sure the money didn't get stolen and get it into a bank. Yeah, fuck, that's a big pain in the ass. And yeah. And if people just once and hey, in October, yeah, people were like freaking out. But now it's June, and guess what? Most people know. Yeah, they don't Dude, take cash anymore. My uh, my freaking this is the like my girlfriend, her mom has someone's been stealing from their like using their credit cards and stuff. And it's through banks that they have these credit cards and shit. And I'm just like, dude, that's fucked up that people are... Did they cancel them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They canceled them. Uh, and they're, no. and they're, they're doing investigations. and they they're Yeah, but they don't slowly. really care about the investigation. The bank has stats or numbers of like how much they pay out in like fraud. It's just like all part of doing business and it's fucking billions. And they, yeah, no, they're slowly paying it back. It's just they have to keep finding the, the quote unquote investigation, I guess, is them uncovering each and every transaction where they took it. You know what I mean? So that's all they did it all in different, like they did it in like they would spend it at like family dollar and get like 20 things. It's really weird, like just small things that were stupid, you know. It was butter. Yeah, but that was probably sold to someone like where yeah, the they went to dark web, yeah, paid I know. money to I get know. a card and went and used I it. know, I know. I've seen dude, this I wish I never seen it, but somebody well, I didn't see it, but I you know, I have a friend who's seen it and somebody showed him and <clears throat> totally freaked him out because the next day he had an iPhone and he sold it and then the next day he had a car you know like it just kept going up and up and up and it was just like whoa that's crazy how these people can but it's all like like it's it's crazy because it's it's all happening well I've met a lot of hustlers throughout my life but I have yet to come across the guys that make money this way with the fake credit card I, but man those guys make easy ass fucking money like holy crap you know how to play that game and <coughs> dark web and dude, dude it's, information apparently it's pretty fucking easy shows about it seems pretty easy yeah I mean no I know Tell you, what easy, you know what easy equates to fucking jail period yeah, I mean, not easy when you're hustling. 
is like anything else. If it comes easy, <laughs> there's some shit attached to it. Trust me. Well, well, we I, all know I've that. Seen, I've seen some shit happen to people that like, like the Bitcoining uh, bit miner, you know, Bitcoin miner dude. He had a trailer, and he was he was somebody who fucking you know knew how to do shit but he was kind of off but he was on point with that bitcoin but he didn't have a generator or a good power source and one day a fucking storm took out everything and he like went nuts you know what i mean because uh so that's one of the drawbacks when you're trying to do something like that like he he had like he could have got a lot of money nowadays or something like a lot of like i remember back then I don't even want to put a number on it because you guys would be like, that's fucking crazy. But it's it's in the six digits, you know what I'm saying, and up. And it's just crazy that. So all he did was a surge protector. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but it was, he was like, you know, like I said, he wasn't all there, but he knew how to do that kind of stuff. But he wasn't well, like... Some of it is the people that really mad money had the vision to believe in it all the way and went 100 thousand percent at that certain time where if you hesitated or yeah you got left behind the coin is really taking a beating the past few days yeah if you believe I mean, in bitcoin it might be time to dabble in a little right yeah right i'm out of here everyone. all right peace, peace out rest you guys have a good evening love your neighbor Take a look at your new quarter, 2022. George Washington looks the other way now. Cheers. Look at the quarter. What's the change, George? That's got the woman astronaut on it. You guys got that one? We'll call it the one of quarters in the world. I'm so broke, I'm scraping up old pennies, bro. Got the lady astronaut on it. I forgot what it's called, but it says it in here. Olive? Amelia. Brand new quarter. 2022. It's one of the most rare quarters. That's cool. It's brand new and it's rare? Yeah. Not for long. They they only made like a couple of them. They only made 48 million of them. It's it's rare, bud. (laughs) They all got bought on fucking. People bought these ones. Oh, oh, yeah, bud. Oh, yeah, that's rare. They do that in Canada, man. Yeah. This mint company we have up here, they print money all the time and make special editions. They're just this fucking... a whole scam for suckers, man. <laughs> I want to hear Green Fingers. They got sold out the first day of release. They were literally all sold out the first day of release. So if I got one in circulation, that's pretty lucky. Definitely on the top 10 most evil people on the whole world is Stuart Resnick. And where he made his money first was the Franklin yeah, Mint when they had those TV ads and were scamming coins way back in the 70s. And then since then, yeah, he, he's up to a lot of bad shit. We'll just leave it at that. We don't have time to go into it. But yeah, if you put a list together, he would be in the top 10 worst people on the planet. He's about 90, but he's still doing it. I slurping that baby poop wine, you know, from Japan. Uh, you probably can research him, yeah. He's, he's probably mainlining stem cells. That's sick fuck. Yeah, he's probably all that because he's got more money than... Yeah, he's one of the richest people. 
He might be boofing. If you, if you want to make him pay at all, he's the wonderful company, and that's pomegranate juice, all alm- almond milk. Uh, he has a few. Oh, Fiji water. Anything that says Wonderland Company, wonderful Wonderland or wonderful. That's the Resnicks. Uh, almonds, all that. Bro, oh, I I would I used to I have to go to these food pantries sometimes to get food and. Uh, they have these companies that have these like corn chips and shit and it's like got the devil on them and I'm just like these motherfuckers are so, like how do they not know that this food is and then you read all the ingredients and how much shit, bullshit's in them you're like oh my gosh it's just crazy they're trying to kill the homeless it's fucking wild but yeah I'll grab I'll, I think it's like Little Nicky's or something was the brand I'll grab them next time and I'll show you guys. It's fucking hilarious. There's like a little devil on there. I'm like getting it from a fucking Christian ass soup kitchen, you know, where these people are like, God bless. Have a great day. They pray before every time they give you this shit. I, I feel like they're it's sorcery over the food before they give it to you and they don't even know it. It's like, it's kind of like how doctors are in practice and these Christians are just in, in this line of straight Sorcery, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. So my wife, my wife had a best friend named Carrie Underwood, and she was the heir to the Underwood Devil's Food ham, like that little can that has paper, and the emblem is a devil with a pitchfork too. Yeah. Right, that's on that little paper. It's like next to spam. You know the product. It's been on the oh, yeah. shelves for yeah. It's basically yeah. below cat food. It really is. All right, boys, right? peace out, man. Gotta go. Right. And, Later, and I, I don't. I she was my wife's friend, but like we're talking like this lady was so fucking obnoxiously rich because she was. They'd sold the company to Nestle or one of those conglomerates. Uh. At some point, so they didn't run the thing, but yeah, that little can of whatever crap, and then oh, yeah, she had that devil tattooed right below her tit. Awesome, that was her big claim. Yeah, <laughs> Carrie Underwood, man, that sounds like the uh, isn't that a singer too? An artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her big thing was, and she lived close to us, and so. Okay, so she used to have different guys, and she had like this steady boyfriend that found her in bed with this other guy, and then he stabbed that guy like almost to death. And then in the local papers, this gnarly case that went on because the both of them were rich and shit. And then it looked like the guy was going to get attempted murder or law sentence, and he committed suicide the night before. It's like, and th- and th- I've learned with people with a lot of money, a lot of tragedy and crazy shit happens around them. That's usually the case. Yeah, so those soap opera movie shows are kind of like hitting the nail on the fucking casket, huh? Even my mom, like <laughs> she managed entertainers, Mary Tara Moore, and most tragic shit. All of her kids OD, this, that, like every celebrity and all this, oh, nothing but yeah. fucking tragedy and bullshit. Well, there's so much shit they gotta hide. 
Sorry, you like don't Lottery winners. Okay. Uh, I was unfortunately going to say it's that time. It's time. It's that time. <laughs> All right. I'll sign off first. It was a cheery night. I'm probably the only one who's been high in acid this whole time, but <laughs> <laughs> I only took a little, but it was enough. Just three nice. days. It was fun. Thank you for popping exactly. on, brother. I always feel so rude when I have to end things, by the way. No, so Jesus. Fun. Well, I always realize that you're three-hour time zone, and, like, I stay up late, but you're past even what I consider late, so. It's 6.34 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Truthfully, yeah, I stay up, up and, like, my thing is it's pretty important if I can go to sleep before it, like, comes out. It changes Much things, love, you going through. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Peace out, everybody. Love you, Eagle. Green fingers, Tony, Tao. Cheers, buddy. Good seeing you, buddy. Tao, cheers. Green fingers. Peace out, Tony. Eagle, thank you. Catch y'all. Have a good day, brother. Peace. Green fingers, peace out. Eagle, it's always fucking awesome fucking talking shit with Eagle. I'm glad I popped in for a little bit and uh, catch you on the Me next too. one. Peace out, chat. Okay. Have a good day, brother. All right, everybody. Full moon. Wait till the next cycle to plant seeds. Just kidding. Plant seeds. Do whatever you want. Love you, Eagle. Thanks for having us. Fucking allergies are killing me. Fucking windstorm still fucking killing me out here. Greenhouse ripped open. Top's got a big hole in it, so I got to figure shit out. Get to work, brother. I've been walking back and forth trying to figure shit out this whole time. Like, what would I do? What do I do out there? But, like, there's nothing to do until the wind actually stops. So I'm fucked until then. So have a great morning. Love you. Love you too, brother. With that being said, we have reached the end of another one, episode five, or five, almost cut myself a little short there, 658, another fun episode, another fun weed nerd world. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this as much as I have, unfortunately, because we have ran so, so long, as you can see in the size i am super tired with that being said i'm gonna have to hopefully honorly bow out of the shout outs tonight but hopefully you guys know by now i am grateful for all you guys that participate and hang out in this little thing that we call the weed nerd world I'm grateful for all these things, all you guys, everybody that watches, participates, hangs out in chats. It's a miracle this thing happens. Wouldn't happen without you guys, that's for sure. With that being said, I am out of here. If this is the end of your day, your journey, please get some rest like I'm about ready to get some. If this is the beginning of your day, your journey, please go out and have an amazingly prosperous day. Take time for a little bit of self-love, a little bit of meditation. You cannot give what you do not have. Along the lines of what I am hoping is an amazing day for you. Take time to take time out to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives long as they come from the heart 
that'll go a long, long way. You guys have a great day. I am out of here.